This storm will kill you. Look, look, look! I'm telling you! You know what I mean, folks? But if rich people aren't looking out for us, who is? It makes no difference which one of us you vote for. Either way, your planet is doomed. You're listening to the Our Take Podcast with Brian Sherman. He had a full head, you know, all the way till the end. It was white, and I was hoping to get that. I was hoping to get, like, the forehead, and uh, it was really hard to cut it off. And Spencer Rogers. To be a good pilot, you have to be able to make good decisions. I know what my credit score is, so I know I don't make good decisions. This is the Our Take Podcast. From Scary Parrot Media Studios in Ogden, Utah. Turn the volume back up. It's the Our Take Podcast. I'm Brian. That wasn't actually the volume. It was the the speaker volume. So no one noticed anything but oh, you. Oh, just me. Okay. So way to go. Way to... Well, Pull back the curtain. What is your name? Spencer. You're messing with my volume again. Damn it. Stop, man. I thought it was mine. <laughs> hey, Jake. What's up, man? Hey, uh, how you guys doing? You're messing with J- mine now. Again. I don't know. How is that? <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I'll fix it in a minute. Uh, Jake, we've got to get you a robe or something because I think this is at least your fifth time on the show. I think four. Four? I think four. Okay. Well, you get a robe next Can time. We, oh, there's robes there's on Printful. There's robes on Printful. All right, let's do They're it. They're kind of skimpy and meant for women, but... Dude, I'm down with that. <laughs> five-timer five timer rope. I'm down. Yeah, that's a good <laughs> idea, actually. Uh, it is June the 12th. Uh, I didn't look up anything for his day in history, so stand by. Oh, I I'll was just riff for a minute. <laughs> vamp. Can you um, vamp it? You can't vamp with a big I'm mouthful thirsty. of water. I know, yeah, I'm really just... thirsty. It's the diabetes. Oh, I forgot about that. Or I don't know. It How's could just be like you? lack of water. Oh, jeez. You know, it's uh, it's it hasn't been that bad during the week. It's the weekends where I start to get a little. Uh, I don't know. It's just I've, every time I diet, I have that mentality where I'm like, it's the weekend, baby. Uh, it's time to get some pizza and Oreos. In our household, diabetes is a little bit like COVID. We feel like everybody's getting it but us, and we're just going <laughs> like, eventually we should probably take care of things so that we don't get it too. Get that vaccine. <laughs> uh, uh, on this day in history, Ronald Reagan challenges Mikhail Gorbachev to tear down this wall. That happened today? Tear down this wall. Do, Jake is a history major. Well, that doesn't mean anything. Year? Oh, jeez, dude. I'm not even going to give a 86? good guess. 87. Is it? Oh, 87. I was going to say mid-80s. Didn't it, I'm terrible But didn't the dates, wall dude. come down in like, I thought it was 90, 91? You know, things take, uh, say, I, they I take time. I can't remember some time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what else? Uh, the, the world's largest twin jet takes off on its maiden flight. The Boeing. Spencer? Wait, twin la- jet? Largest twin jet. It uh, should be. Boeing? Uh, it should be the. Uh, what year is this? <laughs> I'm not telling you. The world's well, largest twin be, jet takes off. It should be the triple seven. It is the triple okay. seven. Man. 1994 transports up to 451 passengers. Okay, now that makes sense. I was just thinking because uh, there was there was a jet before then that was the biggest twin engine, the right. 767. I'm assuming so. that this ha- how this is written that it is still the biggest. Yeah, it is. 451 is the max. Yeah, in fact, um, no, that, that one we saw flying is actually the newest variant. The one that was at Hill. Oh, yeah. That's the 777X. The one I texted you about that was just doing loops? Yeah, yeah. They were doing some kind of training, or not training, uh, testing. Yeah. Because they went straight back to Seattle. They just came straight to, from Seattle to here and went back. 
That but music just really cuts off, it doesn't it? Just shut down. Yeah, I know. It doesn't normally do that, right? Maybe I turn it lower. Usually? I think usually you I feel like usually you fade it out. We're all over the place, it. man. Yeah. Anyway, I've come in and jacked this whole thing. Up. <laughs> no, no, no. My fault. Told I you I was myself. forgetting it's, something. It's just karma because I was giving Spencer so much shit for not being ready. Yeah, you were, and I didn't have this day in history ready. I have all my other yeah. my all my other links open. Just not the history. Not the history, which is a staple of the show for, yeah. I think since episode two. Really? I think, right. I think so. I think you're right. It's been around for a while. <laughs> Uh-oh. It's red alert. We're just, we're hosed, man. Well, it's not and, good. And I got to say, you like you do it more than anybody else. You'd be like, Jake's a history major. Like, pause. I haven't taken a history class in like 12 years. <laughs> but you <laughs> still know things. But just generally, <laughs> history. generally, you're more versed in history. You know what I mean? I would say probably more than the average person. Yeah. But it's really funny because actually they change the way that they teach it. It's Names and dates are fairly irrelevant. It's the big picture ideas that they sense. usually start to teach you in They're college. They're not going to teach you trivia. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> yeah, I was never really quizzed on names and dates. I never had to like flashcard that crap. That's fair. That yeah. makes sense. The, yeah. I mean, uh, to be honest, the only reason it was salient was because you were t- telling Spencer about some Utah history. I was telling him about some Utah in, history. So. Were you, would you say that it's also balanced? Fair and balanced? That's not their, their slogan It's not their anymore, thing anymore. Well, because they're not. <laughs> they yeah. never were. Yeah, they owned it. They can't even act like it anymore, uh, really. How about we no. just call them they? Can we never refer to... That channel by name again? Did you see Just that? Did as long you as see CNN is that, um, <laughs> it's they and them. Yes. <laughs> did you see that Disney has? It's not 20th Century Fox anymore. It's what? just 20th Century everything. Just it's don't just be 20th Century related. Television. 20th Century. Are they Century even movies. related? Yeah, they Disney bought 20th Century. Well, no, no, no. Fox is the Fox part of that related at all? The Fox Network. Yeah. Like, no. Is, so is, is them, Rupert, them news. Rupert Murdoch retained Fox <laughs> yeah. News and the Fox Network, but not the programming on the network. <laughs> it's very weird. It's very confusing. So initially, 20th Century Fox and Fox News, when it, whenever they were created in their infancy, they were the same. Yeah, they were all Rupert Murdoch's companies, and he sold all the like the assets and the 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 series and stuff, and that's why we they have should, they should change it to 20th. That's why we have Professor X in. Uh, Spoiler there. Spoiler alert for... In Top Gun. Yeah, in Top Gun. <laughs> <laughs> Professor X shows up. Did I tell you guys... Was that in the last episode that I, I told you that I... Did we talk about uh, Doctor Strange? No, no, we didn't. We talked about person. Top Gun. You yeah. went and saw Doctor Strange because now, before, you would never go to movies. Yeah, I, I actually... And so now you're going to movies It's kind of been my yourself. thing the last few weekends. I've been going to movies by myself, just mostly for the popcorn. And I didn't go this weekend because... Jurassic World just looks so stupid, and the reviews are so bad. Oh. And uh, what reviews? Consumer of, reviews all or of critic them. reviews? They're, it's bad. In, I have uh, not heard a good thing about this movie. Were the other two rated good? What the other oh, two? Yeah, that they were, yeah, for sure. Doctor Strange was cool, and if it would have ended with John Krasinski and Professor X, and then, then I would have just been like, "Yeah, that's good. This movie can be done." <laughs> <laughs> I have a hard time keeping the whole universe straight. Like, I you know, know, the Disney has it now. When you go to the Marvel section on the Disney Plus, they're mm-hmm. all in order, mm, including like the little uh, like, like chronologically. But not or like by the story. Is by told. the story, okay, chronologically. Because yeah, there is yeah. a difference. Because right, chrono- you yeah. not not the year they came out. If you if you start yeah. it chronologically, you have to start with uh, Captain, Captain America. M- correct. Right. Then you have to go all the way to Captain Marvel. Yeah. Right. Because nothing yeah. happened in the world between right those two. Because he was just sitting in the ocean. Right. In that spy plane. And they even have like <laughs> the little shield shorts. 
in yeah. between like where they're supposed to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That just feels like a whole lot of time that I don't have it is, to well, catch up. And speaking of that, so I've been listening to the Expanse series. Oh, that's right. Oh. I'm on I'm on book eight. I'm on the last book. When are you gonna start watching the show? When I finish the book. Oh. But then I I was went to download the last book on Audible and I noticed there's all these novellas oh. that are meant to go in between. I'm like, what? Like, well, and it turns out that James S. A. Corey, the guy who the guy, quote unquote, that wrote the Expanse is actually two guys. That's their their pen name. That cool. That's pretty cool. Huh. Like we could write, we could all, all three of us could write a book together and just make it like John Schwartz. Sure. Is that yeah. a guy? Is that a real guy? <laughs> Sounds like a real guy. That's a pretty generic. Uh, yeah. No, I, think I just like the last name Schwartz. Steven Spiel. Spiel. <laughs> so this weekend, instead of going to the movies, I had DoorDash deliver Megaplex popcorn. And I watch Adam Sandler's new basketball movie. Uh-huh. I watched that this morning. Yeah. It was pretty good. Oliver is kind of sick, so I got up with him. And we, we watched. He slept on me while I watched Hustle. Yeah, it's actually really it good. good. I really want to watch it. It was fun. Yeah, all the cameos good. are fantastic. Yeah. I, I got to tell you, I'm like you and I could not be more opposite with the DoorDash thing. And and my wife Amanda is like super into it lately because we've got a little one, right? We're about the same age as your son. Yep. You just become pretty, like, homebound for a little while when you got a little kid and stuff. And right. she's like, oh, it's just DoorDash dinner. Like, no, I'll go pick it up. She's like, no, but it's so much easier. Like, it's so much more expensive. Like, I, I, so the fact that you not, DoorDash popcorn blows my mind. I'm with you. <laughs> blows my mind. I have a hard time it's not justifying that much it. more expensive. You when have you talked have, about on this podcast dash, how expensive when it is. When you have Dash Pass, it's, it's more reasonable. But you're justify, paying for the Dash Pass. It's $10 it. a month. Yep. <laughs> and I will spend less than that. Well, Maybe less than that in gas going and getting it myself. Yeah, good Used luck. To this be is that gas Used to be that way. It's $10 a month coming from the guy who I have to share my YouTube Plus subscription <laughs> with to, so he doesn't get ads. Yeah, yeah. gave it to me. Now, that's, by the way, that's coming well, it's, from a... It's because he keeps playing YouTube clips and the ads keep playing at the beginning of them in the show. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I said, you know what? Ashley and I pay for the YouTube And as a result, I get his Google Calendar. <laughs> I demand <laughs> I demand $5 be paid over once a month. Which for I don't understand. I, I share only all get my like logins. a quarter of his his Google Calendar alerts. Well, because I don't put everything on Google. Uh, the other day I was like, oh, I put stuff I, on there to trick you. I didn't know I had this appointment <laughs> today. And so I went over there and showed up. And they're like, no, it's not you. It's, it's, it's not you? Are you for real? Oh. No. <laughs> okay, I was like, you had me for a second. I was like, wow. It was just, it was just. I, I met a new therapist, and it just said therapy. Yeah, yeah. and he knew I was going. All right. Yeah, because you the other day I was like, how are you doing? He's like, I went to see a new therapist. Oh yeah, you're like, I oh, saw I knew that. that. Yeah. <laughs> you were gonna call me. You were gonna call me to go to a movie, yeah. but you uh, saw I was in therapy. How was it? Yeah, you know, there is something to be said about that. Like, if everybody had like a shared calendar, like how worked. much easier would life be? Like with friends. Yeah. I yeah. had a, I had a job once where everybody in the company you could see. Yeah. Now it didn't show what they were doing. Sure, but it showed if they were busy. busy. Right, you know, yep. yeah. People just put random stuff. In fact, this <laughs> woman was screen sharing once because she was presenting, and a notification popped up that said "take a break." <laughs> so she has, which is, you know what, good for her. Yeah. People have to take a break. Smoke a bowl. <laughs> oh, 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 um, keep it vague. Uh, <laughs> there's an error. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> get a drink. Oh, speaking of smoking a bowl, um, <laughs> Uber. Yeah, so uh, there's a, there's a couple things that make me think this world is simulation. One of them is that no matter what happens, I always seem to have enough money every week or every month. You know, like uh, That's I never white. make enough to save because I'm bad with money, but I always find some way. So I well, uh, you don't get paid well, what you're you, worth. You, I don't. I don't. Like not by a long shot. But. So I opened up the Uber Drive app because I haven't had any like freelance work this month. I'm like, oh, I got to make some money. 
And they're like, do three rides. If you come back, do three rides and get $200. I'm like, no way. So I go do three rides, and they, they give me 200 bucks. Really? They're <laughs> yeah. just that in need? Yeah. That's crazy. So I've made $400 in two days. What? Yeah. Dude, I'm very good. I'm about to start yeah, a new yeah, gig. Yeah. Well, if you need some freelance <laughs> but, uh, graphic design work, you can hop over to scaryparrotmedia.com yeah. and, and hire Spencer. He's yeah. really good. Yeah, I mean, well. He is I mean, good. He's designed the logo for this show, designed. for our band. For yep. my business and for Jake and, and, for, and his wife's business. True. That, is, that is all fact. And, and the we, shirt you're wearing. Oh, yeah. We get mega compliments on ours all the time. Good. On our design. Until they put it on the van and ruined it with drop shadows. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't talked about your frustration with that. Oh, I don't think I was with Brian when I was... I, you were in the van. Oh, it was okay. when you were having your open house and I was like... Uh, no, put, I saw put, it, and I said, did you do that? They put drop shadows all over my logo. Because uh, that's what I was going to ask. I was looking at him like, why the hell did you put drop shadows in their logo? Look, and you're like, I didn't. No. I, there are drop shadows are fine. I use them. I, I use them a little more sparingly than they did. It's like putting a but, gradient. You just got to well, be careful. And that was my other problem is they use gradients. And I don't like to mix. I use gradients. I have no problems with them. But I don't like to mix gradients and non-gradients. And I did their logo without gradients, and then they decided to throw gradients. So you believe in, in the like background a stuff. you believe in like a universal source of light <sighs> on know. your logos? No, I'll use shading. <laughs> I'll use shading, but not gradient shading. Right. It's crazy that you say this because Amanda and I, I have no idea what you're talking about. I didn't catch on to any of this. We have no clue. The average person has no idea no, that what you're fine. talking about. It's, it doesn't matter. It, every, anyone who looks at it is like, oh, that looks good. But I'm like, you <laughs> stupid mother. We paid a lot of money for that rap. Oh, I know, too. I know. <laughs> Raps are expensive. Did you, but listen, did they, did they send you like a proof back? Yeah. Like you sent them Spencer's couple design, times. and they sent you. Okay. Yeah, a couple times. I just want to tell you about my Uber trip this morning. That's why I brought up oh, Uber. Yeah. We're like Is, on three different paths. Yeah, I know. So I got up this morning because I don't know why. I have no idea why, but I've been like an old person the past month, going to bed at like nine thirty and waking <sighs> up at five thirty. It's the best. I don't know what's happening. I don't love it, but it is what it is. So you went off your meds. No, because it's been like three or four months since I've done that. Anyway, unless it's the diabetes medicine, I don't know. It should <laughs> went be, on right? Your meds. Waking uh, up to pee at 5.30. Yeah, now that'll do it. He's like, that'll ah, do it. Stay yeah. prostate. That's, that's anyway, so I, I, get out, I actually go out at like 6 today or 6.30. And I'm like, I'm just because I did the same thing yesterday and made $70 in like an hour. I'm like, maybe, maybe I'll, I was like, probably two. Still. Probably this two. Is $35 an Still hour. Still crazy. Yeah. So I was like, maybe maybe I'll have another gangbuster morning today. And so I get up and I turn on Uber. And my first route is actually a lady I picked up around the same time yesterday to take her <laughs> to the same place. And then I'm like, I don't I don't have no intentions of going anywhere far. But my next trip, and it doesn't tell you. And if you've ever driven Uber, driven Uber it doesn't tell you. Right. Uh, Salt Lake International Airport. I'm like, oh, oh, dude. Yeah. I mean, it's gonna be like a you know thirty five dollar trip, so whatever. And I, I, I wish I could have picked it up tomorrow, <laughs> because it would have got me to work right on time. <laughs> 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 but anyway, so I go to the airport and I'm like, all right, should I go home or should I see what happens in Salt Lake for a minute? So I leave it on. Next trip, Park City. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I wish it would tell you like. And then I mean I've only driven for Uber like and it's been a couple years. But oh, I had when I was You want to make 200 bucks? No. But I was down in We can both make 200 bucks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was down in Salt Lake and I wanted to make my way back. Yeah, it's And like, I picked someone up in Farmington. Yeah. And sure enough they were going back to Salt Lake. Uh, right. <laughs> that would be the worst. Luckily I got it's uh, like ride canceled. Go. You're being a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> I so had to go a, up to Deer Valley and then I made it back to the airport and then I drove home. But so I did I made $120 though this morning. 
with four trips. It's so not bad. It doesn't tell you where they want to go. It just tells you where the pickup is. When you right. Oh, not until you accept the trip. Oh, that's no, it doesn't lame. even tell you then. It doesn't that's tell lame. you till you start the trip. Start the trip. That's lame. It'll tell you, yeah. hey, this person's ten minutes away. Like, mm, okay, their destination is four sure. hours away. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. doesn't mind. You're gonna need to go to Idaho. Right, <laughs> it's because they buy know a lottery lot of ticket. Will probably pass a lot Hell, more yeah, if they, they know would. exactly what the destination is. You yeah. should right. start getting like bus schedules and handing them out to riders. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you enjoyed your ride. Here's a bus schedule. <laughs> oh, anyway, um, well, we were talking about your shirt because you're wearing a oh, Sun yeah, Air yeah, shirt. Yeah. What do we want to? Yeah. Well, I I wanted to bring this up because. I wanted, I've been designing a little bit. Oh. You've, you've encouraged me to get Illustrator. You have Illustrator? I got it on my iPad. Oh, and with okay. A, with, a, with a pen. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's I've kind of fun that. to design. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And I thought about, we've had some funny experiences lately, me and you, Jake, when mm-hmm. we're like at dinner, and for some reason it's always Ethan who says a colloquial phrase wrong. Yeah. So we had a big meal, oh. and Ethan said, oh, man, my stomach was bigger than my face. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and... So that was just an example. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's supposed to be your eyes were bigger than your stomach. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then, so then we came up with some. I was like, bowl in a china shop. We, yeah. <laughs> we just started making I'm a bunch of bowl. Bowl in a what shop? <laughs> like bowl in a china, but you make it china. Like china I would purposely mess them up. Yeah. What uh, What was the one Ethan said the other night, though? I'm trying to think of it. It was. Well, was I not invited to this dinner? No. You weren't. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's about as blunt of an answer as you could get. No, uh, I don't remember. I'm honestly not going to be. So able to come uh, anyway, up with I want to, with your help, of course, I want to start. Well, doing yeah, some I would be glad to if I would have been invited to this powwow. But it wasn't a powwow. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It was that was the the inception of the idea was because Ethan messed it up. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. I was like, that would be funny. It would like be funny. This would be really funny. Or something or, or on a shirt or whatever. Yeah. Oh, cool. and that's good stuff. What is the Gina shop? What, how would you so, like me to illustrate that? Well, oh, with, obviously with labia. Oh. <laughs> okay. That's what I'm <laughs> As picturing. The door. <laughs> As the door. Yeah, the board, the door to the Gina shop. People are going to read it, though, and they're going to be like, Gina? Gina yeah, shop. Yeah, that's true. Bowl in a Gina shop. A well, Gina we could shop? put Gina's in there. Do we know Gina? No. Is there any famous Gina Garoppolo or something? Like, just. Sure. I don't know. Yeah. Put a famous Gina. Oh, that's gonna bug me really bad. The about one what that he Ethan said. said? Yes, it was I know. Amazing. We should text him or something. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, maybe I would have remembered it, but <laughs> you weren't invited. <laughs> now I don't even remember what the reason was. We got together. You wouldn't have had fun. It's all our kids. It was all the kids. Yeah. I love kids. <laughs> More often than not, we get together to let the kids run like crazy you, and get you out. are nice to my kids. Yeah. But you do not like kids. <sighs> Anytime something goes remotely inconvenient or wrong, you say kids ruin everything, even if the kids aren't involved. But that's not but wrong, kids though. Do I agree ruin with that. Everything. <laughs> Literally, your life is fine, and then the kids come along, and everything is ruined, and your life I, becomes the kid's life. I, have, I challenge you to... I have sought mental health help for almost my whole life. So, arguably, what you're saying is, no, not everything was fine at any time. They didn't fix it. But it was not fine before. But did they make it better or worse? They make it better, Jake. I would say as a net, it's a gain. Yes. Uh, But Mm -hmm. like, what I usually will say is like before kids, you're, and this is an original idea. I stole it from somebody, but it's perfectly (laughs) said. Before kids, if like your max amount of happiness is like a level 100 and your max amount of anger is like a negative 100, with kids, your max amount of happiness is like a plus 1,000. But your max amount of anger is like negative. It exacerbates <laughs> like the situation. Everything is right. way more excessive. But as a net, it's without question, it's a gain. It just and we're doing our part hard. 
to perpetuate the race. Oh yeah, because the race like I am replacing the white, myself. The white race. I was like, hold on, let's talk about what we're did talking you, about. Did race you mean here. the race or the species? <laughs> species, probably. the human. There's race. not the enough white race. people. I, what, what are you talking about? We don't refer to us as the human species. <laughs> we're the human race. Mm-hmm. That's fair. But That's I fair. did mean white people. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I didn't. So, you're the one who brought it up. Frankly, there's just not enough white people in Utah. <laughs> we need to be. <laughs> it's a local Utah joke here. I'm just multiplying, replenishing the earth. I don't know yeah. what you guys are talking I, about. <laughs> Listen, I am, I told you the other day, I'm pretty close to done with Utah. Yeah. I have a retraction to print on the show. Uh-oh. Oh. Kind of. Uh-oh. You know the rule, right? You have to, it has to be as big as the mistake was. <laughs> right. Page one. Yep. I don't know when. Two shows ago or so, last show, I was talking major crap on the Utah legislature for wanting to pipe in seawater yeah. into the Great Salt Lake. And now. No, no, no. I knew it was bad already because I brought that up with uh-huh. you. I said that there's. There's toxic dust. Uh, I said arsenic as a joke. Turns out that's it's true. Legit. <laughs> yep, it's New York Times. Did you mm-hmm. see this? New mm-hmm. York Times did a huge profile on the Great Salt Lake mm-hmm. and how it's drying up. And there's all these heavy metals and poisons from our mining days that's in the dust. Right. And then, then what they did is they compared it to a lake called Owens Lake in California. Mm-hmm. In the 70s or something. Did you read the article? I didn't read it, but I know what you're talking about. In the 70s, there's a beautiful lake in the middle of the desert called Owens Lake. Big city next to it. Not as big as the Wasatch Front here, but big city. L.A. is running out of water. So they buy land next to the lake and drain the lake (laughs) so that they can have the water. Right. It creates the biggest population pollution disaster in, like, United States history. Mm -hmm. Just dust everywhere. They sued the city of – well, I can't remember what the city was called, but – by Owens Lake. They sued L.A. and won. L.A. had to pay a bunch of money, and now they have to maintain the lake bed. So they poured gravel on it and, like, have sprinklers constantly shooting out, like the tailings at Kennecott, you know? Mm, Right. And they're like, this is going to happen to the Great Salt Lake. They showed overhead shots from 1987 to now. It's two-thirds smaller. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm like, this is it. We're going to be wearing masks again. Uh, Yeah. Because of the arsenic. Yeah. Like, by this summer, it could happen. If we got, like, a mega windstorm that came through that was yeah. enough to push up, what's, it's already out and exposed. It's right. bad. I mean, luckily, most of our winds go from the east to the west. That's not a good thing for, like, Tooele. Oh, I was just going to say, if you live on this side of the, <laughs> right. the lake, right. you're okay. You know the kind of people that live West to Tooele east anyway. doesn't happen a lot, but it certainly could stir sure. it up. Sure. sure. But So my retraction is, is kind of, I still think they're silly. I still think that it's more important to bring in fresh water. My brother called my dad from Portland yesterday and said have you guys gotten any rain we're like not really a little bit and he in portland they're getting floods oh dude they're, they're on television the said that. governor's talking about flood control so every city needs a pipe that goes yeah. to every other city there's got to be a way to do this well that's what i'm saying if you're looking at pipe putting a pipe across the sierra nevada mountains to get to the great salt lake can we not put a pipe from you know northern idaho Montana. Montana. Well, they don't always, those aren't traditional flood places. I mean, I know it's happening, but it's not. Well, uh, Oregon, right? You could go to, you could go to Eastern Oregon and come down through Idaho. You don't have to cross over. I mean, traditionally, your biggest flood places are the the central states and and the south. Northwest. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're right. It rains a lot there. I live there for a couple years. It's wet all the time. Right. It would just be misty for like seven straight days. Literally, Mm -hmm. you're wet. Right. But I sent you a house. In, uh, where was that one? Pennsylvania? I don't know. I didn't. I was looking. At, I looked and I was like. Oh, he doesn't look at your text. I'm not going to move. I wouldn't move to St. George. Why am I going to move to Pennsylvania? <laughs> <laughs> I do this crap all the time. I'm like, where could I live? And I do, like, well, they're cheap. They're crazy cheap. You know why they're cheap? Crazy cheap. 
because no one wants to live there. Yeah, I'm okay. What are you going to go live with the Amish? Yeah, I'd do that. The, the Pennsylvania is not all Amish. First of all, they're great people. Have you been to Pennsylvania? Utah's all Mormons, right? It's the same thing. Yeah, you've been, ever been to Philly? I, no, but all I've right, been, I've all been right, to Pits- all right, I have all been to right. Pittsburgh, and I went to a Pirates game, whole stadium Amish. The whole stadium. The whole stadium. The whole stadium. I was sitting next to Dodgers fans from L.A., and the rest were Amish. Do you have a problem with the Amish? You know I have a problem. You were with the raised. Amish. We Mormon. talked about this <laughs> off the air. You oh. know how I feel about Christy Alley and Tim Allen and the Amish. Hold on, you. Why are you connecting Amish and Mormon people? That's not even the same. You know that aren't I have they, a TV in my house and I'm Mormon. <laughs> I mean, I don't though? know what to tell you. So do Amish <laughs> and people, and I don't make fireplaces. That's not true. I don't. I've seen your fireplace. I don't. You have clearly one. made that. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> shh. shh. <laughs> Listen, I also was talking to him about upstate New York because it's beautiful up there in summer. Winters are rough, but it's like you could sell this house that you're in now and buy one cash, no mortgage. And for the salary that you expect to get paid, you'd be fine. So I could buy a house for $60,000? Yes. Then why not move to Detroit? What? Because then you live in Detroit. What kind of straw man are you trying to bring up here? (laughs) I don't understand. So I talk with the wife about this all the time. Like, we could move into, you know, whatever, fill in the blank. Like, Virginia is a place. Like, you get lakefront property for next to nothing right. in certain areas. And then she's like, but then we're there alone. Like, it's just us. Like, all right, we got to get some people to go in on this with us. Right. Like, we got to. It can't just be. I feel like Brian is, wants you... to be like the modern day Nephi leading us across <laughs> the, the, to the, or, I or Brigham move... Young, back to the promised back, land. Right. Back <laughs> for Brian's promised land. Turns but why, why don't wasn't you? The promised land. We need why to go would you back. say you'd never leave here? No, I'm just saying I have friends and family here. I don't. Roots get deep. I don't. I, I like it here. I like Utah. I, if, you, I, if I wanted to move, I could have done it a long time ago. Ethan and Stephanie swore they weren't going to move back to Utah, and they did. Because no, you know I, how I, many people. You know how many people. I, I I can't tell you how many people I've known who have left and come back, including myself. I actually have a. I'm I'm a history major. Remember that, Brian? So let me tell you a story. Sorry, I just got a, a message popped up on my screen about six white nationalists from Utah were arrested. Oh, yeah, in that. they were from Idaho. <laughs> hey, that's from Utah, Spencer. Yeah. There's no white nationalists they in the Northeast. They don't, they don't say that. No white nationalists in the Northeast. That's okay. not true at all. I lived up there. <laughs> just kidding. Um, Charlottesville I've aside. Heard, I've heard the Amish are pretty reasonable with race. I actually don't know. I don't know either. Yeah. I, I think they're a beautiful people. I assume they're all white. Because only a white person would be stupid enough to not have any technology. <laughs> <laughs> oh, History well, major, go well, ahead. So this is, I mean, now it feels irrelevant, but I'll be quick. No. Uh, so there was a, um, I took a, a class, it was on the, the history of the West and what defines the West, quote unquote West. And they took, the whole term was talking primarily about, they just debunked this whole idea of like the Wild West and how it really wasn't a true thing. And like the cowboys who would who would go across the the plains and all that stuff. And the, all, it was all just based off of moving cattle towards railroads, which were like high technology and all, the, right. I mean, well, all that stuff. Anyway, one of the things that he talked about was there's one uh, a couple of major factors. But one major factor of what identifies as the West is um, in modern day is mobility. People in the West move all the time. You see people here in Utah who are from California or Oregon or Arizona. And we, when we lived in Washington, same thing. People move everywhere except statistically for Utah. People do not right. leave Utah. Utah is the only little donut f- hole in the donut of the West. Right. Everybody moves, but people don't move from Utah. It's a gooey center. Yep. But the thing <laughs> is, is that Spencer's not even from here. I know. but it, That's but it's what funny happens, sh- though. But Yeah, you fit the I, statistic. I, I, I came. I hated it for the first year. 
After 15 years, I quite like it. At, at some point, I moved to Colorado and was like, I don't, I want to go back. So I came back. Say what you want about it. It's it, it does it right in a lot of ways. What do you? But. Your face isn't showing on the when you lean forward. To, I know I'm having a hard time here. No, it's fine. I'm just fidgety. I just wanted, I don't have ADD. Though. Do I make you uncomfortable? No, I'm always. Fidgety. No, if anything, he was leaning closer to you. It's the uh, <laughs> you make me uncomfortable. Sorry, I'm sure I said when that I wrong. when I sit next to people on the airplanes, they're just like, "Will this guy just sit still? He's too fat to oh, be this fidgety." Drive my <laughs> wife crazy. I fidget all the time. She absolutely hates me. Speaking of airplanes, I went to Denver last week, or this week, last week. Awesome for work or fun. Yes. Do people go to Denver for fun? Well, you if did, you and then you, you said know you didn't Denver. like it. I moved back. No, I went to Denver for work. It was in Ogden. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, on the way back, we hit weird, we hit turbulence, mm. or as they call it now, rough air, which I still haven't figured out why that's like the go, why they... Wouldn't it be like pocketed air? I don't know. They stopped calling it turbulence, and they call it rough air, or and like I don't know when or why that happened. Pockets of no air is what it should be. Maybe. Pockets of less air. I feel like as a whole, we dumb down terms for people who don't want to learn. Like, turbulent, it's just rough air. Let's just call it rough air. It's rocky. Rocky air. Turbulence has this negative thing now, like the plane's going to crash. You know, If someone's like, don't worry, it's not turbulence. It's just rough air. Just rough rough air. air. (laughs) The air's rough. Don't worry, it's not socialism. It's it's Democrats. (laughs) 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 So we hit weird. It was, was, I've been in. You know, I've flown a bajillion times now. Yeah. Been on all sorts of turbulence, but this was different. Uh, normally, the plane just kind of bounces up and down. We took huge dips on, oh. on just whoa. on one side. On both, we were just like, but one side at a time. It makes my yeah. stomach flip yeah. thinking about it. Right and now. it was it was weird. And it, it, I wouldn't say that it frightened me, but I was just kind of like, this is different. This is kind of odd. Uh, and I looked around and I started noticing. People started to do weird things. <laughs> they, they automatically go to like the what's that position called with your head between your no, legs? No, position. Not necessarily, <laughs> but I looked around and the first thing I noticed is that people were opening their window shades, <laughs> as if there was a dragon on the outside of the plane. They're like, "Oh my god, what is that?" Maybe they want to see if the There's wing like, is, is there, still attached. Is there a gremlin out there tearing the plane <laughs> apart? You know, as if opening the window shade is going to reveal some... They're going to open it and there's going to be a giant tidal wave outside coming to kill well, us. Well, if, you, if, you, if the wing's going to come off, I want to see it. You want to see it happen? <laughs> yeah. We had to bank left from that iceberg. Like, yeah. what are they, right. they going to see? Like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> the second thing I noticed, a lot of people pulling out the safety card. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. What do I do now? They're like, oh, oh no, I should have read this. My only regret is not reading the safety card. Stupid What bows. are we going to do? I had my stupid bows on when they were making the announcements. <laughs> Where, where's the lighted, the lighted flooring? Where's the nearest exit? Oh, where's the funny. life vest? Even though we're over a mountain, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's like that is uh, uh, that's society in a nutshell. We right. worry about what we need to be doing way too late. Like we should have been thinking right. about this well ahead of time. Like piping water in, like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Salt Lake. yeah, exactly. <laughs> I also saw people asking the person next to them what was happening. <laughs> like, hey, what's going on? As if. Like, I'm watching the same flight you are. I see the dragon on the wing just like you. I, I don't know. What if there were two people arguing? One was saying it was turbulence, and the other was saying, no, it's, it's rough, rough air. air. <laughs> Clearly, this, this, this is, is not turbulence. turbulence. This is not turbulence. Someone is jumping up and down on the wing outside. It's making us bank weird. And then a few people rang the flight attendants as if they're going to get up out of their chair and be like, oh, 
Uh, <laughs> what's happening, sir? Oh, we're we're having rough air. I did. See, air. I saw a TikTok of turbulence, and there was a guy. A guy he, I don't think he was the one filming, but he kept saying over and over again, "What's going on? <laughs> what is going on?" <laughs> As if someone's going to approach him. Yeah. I'm Push sorry, your call sir. button. Yeah. I'm sorry, sir. There's there's rough air. You just have to accept it. It's it's part of flying. We're yep. gonna fly to Oregon next week, and. My daughter's been on a plane once, but she was like 18 months old, so she doesn't remember. She's super pumped, but it's like we had some turbulence. Right. She's gonna immediately flip. You know, she's five and she's way over the top about everything. It's gonna <laughs> yeah. be hilarious. I well, will on, on this video too. Yeah, the pilot hopped on, was like, "Sorry, we hit uh, a rough patch there. <laughs> Everything's fine, but we're gonna take the plane to a safer altitude." Oh, like safer. shouldn't have said that. I don't know yeah. if you should put, put the word safer in there. Shouldn't have said that. <laughs> Smoother. How, yeah. Less rough air. I feel like being higher is less safe. So, well, I mean, he was just going to yeah, go wherever yeah. he needed to, but yeah. he said safer. Higher, there's uh, typically less problems when you get So higher. then why not start there? <laughs> you got to start on the ground. Well, well <laughs> I mean, why, not, why not start I there was, after I, taking I, off? I didn't know how to answer that, Jake. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I like. Well, they do, take the elevator take, to the take plane. Take my literal answer. <laughs> <laughs> they do try and like get into the the uh, spot. Yeah, Gulf Stream. I will, right? It was weird that we were flying through the clouds in this particular, which normally you fly above the clouds, and I don't know what the deal was with that. If it was because it was just such a short flight, but I I don't know. It was weird. That's true. You barely get to altitude going to Denver. Kinda, yeah. Um, you know, speaking of kids and flying and first flights. As much as I dislike children, um, you see, told you it's getting it does get hot children, here, right? You do, you do dislike children. Um, right. A few weeks, months ago, when I was flying out of uh, Detroit, no, it was since in Minneapolis. I don't remember. Anyway, um, there was a kid behind me, and it was first his first time flying, <laughs> and uh, I got a, quite a kick out of his uh, joy. His, ex- his he. That's cool. He was uh it was it was pretty it was pretty cool, you know, cuz cuz you're not able to show that anymore. No, I know. That's how you feel, but you're not able to yeah, yeah. express it. Probably. Just circle back to the previous point about kids. That probably is one of the main reasons why it's a net positive. Watching a kid see something or experience something for the first time is amazing. It is, it's true. It's super fun. Christmas for the first time, playing on a water table. Sex. I got well, Sex that's for weird. the first time. <laughs> that's well, this conversation. I'm I'm out now. <laughs> your me- your dad didn't watch. No. Nope, oh no no. This is weird. Well, well, I mean, was your uncle there? Oh, aren't you aren't you Mormon? That's <laughs> uh, definitely not part of the deal. <laughs> if it is, it wasn't in my family. <laughs> Actually, I'm the He's only member. Offshoot the. <laughs> I'm the only member in my immediate family. What are you, so what are you some sort of why. fundamentalist? I <laughs> didn't know. <laughs> He's I with, think that would go the other way. With, with Warren. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I you know I know when I come hang out with you guys, I'm going to expect something ridiculous. <laughs> that might be the winner. <laughs> That's good stuff. Oh, <laughs> Do you see Warren's new documentary? I did. I started it. He's got another. Well, there's two of them. There's one on Netflix now too. Yeah, Peacock and Netflix. I think I'm like three episodes into the one. That's, what is it? Uh, like. Stay sweet, obey and pray. Is yeah, that yeah. the title of it? Yeah, because that was Netflix what Rulon, one. Rulon Jeffs always said. Right. Was stay sweet, or something like that. Was yeah. it stay sweet? I think it was stay sweet. Probably that he said to all his. Yeah, he had a secret handshake. Mm. If uh, have you not watched this? No, I haven't. So when a woman, uh, when a girl was ready to be married. Yeah, Come on. yeah. You have to be very clear there. Yeah, <laughs> woman. She would she would talk to her dad and say, "I'm ready to go see the prophet Rulon." Yeah, yeah. About where I should be placed, basically. And he had a secret handshake that he, so weird. he'd, when he would meet you, 
And if he wanted you to be his wife, he would squeeze your hand three times. Mm. And, yeah. You didn't start doing that. I hate, <laughs> like, I mean, we could get, uh, there's a whole lot of conversation about religion in general terms. Yeah. I hate the fact that, like, me being an active member of the LDS church, I get associated to the craziest portion of that's people true. who were ever. I hate that so much because I don't know if you're watching uh, Under the Banner of Heaven. Yeah. That's that's another one where I'm like, I'm watching it and I've seen some errors and I'm like, all right, there are some weird people in, in every church, but in this one, okay. But then they also have scenes where I'm like, no member of this church I've ever met has ever done that ever right. or been that way ever. Like you always just get associated with the most extreme portion of whatever right. you're I think, in. I think I Hulk Hogan it. punched up that show because there's a lot of brothers in it. <laughs> he was listen, brother, brother. He was brother. A, he's an executive producer. Did you not yeah. see? That? Listen, brother. If listen, you don't get back in this church, I'm gonna take these 22 inch pythons. <laughs> yeah, he he uh, he's like, I'm not giving you my money. Yeah. To make it a show. <laughs> you're going to pay me per brother. Yeah, we're on like episode five of that. I think that, I mean, I think it's you're meant to. You kind of identify more with uh, Pyrie, uh, Andrew Garfield's character. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's true. It's true. You do yeah. get just like the Amish. It's kind of part of it. Yeah, yeah we, we already, we just did that with another group as I say that. Right. Well, I mean. Have you ever, have you guys ever, did you learn about Rumspringa? Uh-huh. Yeah. Rumspringa is awesome. Yeah. So when you, if you're. You know anything about this? If you're in an Amish community. When you try, is it 16? Oh, yeah. Uh, I think it's 16, yeah. Rom, Rom Springer or whatever. However, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. When you're 16, you take yeah. off on what's called a, a Rom Springer, which is you. I know what it, it is. Get I it just, out of your I system. I never yeah. heard it called that. So, yeah, yeah, get it out of your system. Yeah. But Go don't do you, everything. You, you, had, you can choose not to come back. Right. Though, yes. Right? I mean, yes. The but whole... then you're like shunned from the society, right. I believe, if you do that. But right. it's a way like. You can't, you can't go. You can't really visit and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you get an iPhone though, so why would you want to go back? <laughs> you can FaceTime. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> through the, there's through a the lot fireplace. Of people, it's yeah. kind of a good example though of the like the social aspect of of religion it's or true, culture. Because most of them go back. They go. Most of them go back yeah. because even even like the stuff of the world doesn't isn't enough for them to go right. well. But I I'd, I'd prefer to still be with my family and community. Right. So I'm willing to live this life because I of mean, that. They do kind of. Most of them kind of go ham, though. Oh, like they go they, way they crazy. Go, they're drinking. They're doing oh, drugs. Man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're not just like living a normal. Mm-hmm. Well, they're not living a normal sixteen-year-old life, regardless. But you know, well, right. define normal. Well, like they're not in like culturally. Not, like I've in high seen, school. I've sure. seen the show <laughs> Euphoria. I know what being sixteen is like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a high school teacher. I know what sixteen is like. You know, well, you don't want to go back there. I didn't do anything <laughs> when I was sixteen. Me neither. Regret- um, regrettably. Speaking of being <laughs> 16, you know what came out when in my teens was the Star Wars prequels. Mm-hmm. 1999. Starting in 1999. Uh, have you guys seen Obi-Wan? I haven't. No. None no. of it? We haven't watched that one yet. We oh. just got done with the other one that was on before that. The uh, um, Boba Fett? Yeah, Boba Fett one. Yeah. Boba Fett's good. Um, <laughs> Is Obi-Wan good? Uh, yes. Are it's, you racist? That was. <laughs> Are you joining into that... that uh, oh, that thing you and McGregor put out a statement no, like, yeah, that's you are not part of the Star Wars no. family if you're well, racist. Mm. I mean, I'm not because his co-star is. I am part. racist, but not because <laughs> no, <laughs> no, um, no. That's fine. I don't, I don't know why that's a thing, but anyway, <laughs> well, um, everything's racist. It's, it's good. I, it does have some. I don't know. It it may not be as good as as I think it is, but it's fine. It's cool. It's got some cool stuff. A lot but, of people like it though. Yeah, I think so. Uh, John Williams did the theme for the for the thing, right? right? And John Williams has done a lot of Star Wars music for all the movies. And he's uh, he's old. He's really old. He's probably should be The guy know. doesn't miss though. Right. No. He never misses. Point. It's good. And I just was thinking the other day 
what is something that I love so much that I would want to do it until I literally am about to die? A podcast. Because John Williams doesn't need the money, right? There's no way John Williams no. is hard up for money. And there No, he clearly loves it. Right. He didn't need the money after nineteen seventy seven. Probably. You know, he did Probably he did the first Star Wars after, the Empire. After Jaws. Assuming the contract was such that he gets paid right. well, in perpetuity. But I think I, don't know. I think after Empire, right? So in Star Wars, who knows what his contract was, but Empire Mm-hmm. Should have been probably should have been a the pay- decent that, that's deal. The paycheck, but then he right. continued. He did like ET and yeah, Indiana Jones, tons and tons of yeah. stuff. Um, and I honestly, I couldn't think of anything that I love so much that I would just want to do. So I thought I'd pose the question to you guys: <laughs> What is something that you love doing so much that you would do regardless of the money until you were ninety? Is this a good time for me to plug my OnlyFans? <laughs> <laughs> At Jake's feet. <laughs> I just love. I just love no, arousing people. I with just my changed feet. it. At Jake's feet and such. You, so and you, such, yeah. right? Oh, no, leave it a little more ambiguous there. It could be feet, but it could be and could such. be shoes. Is it, gross, gross. <laughs> That's a good question, though. Because yeah, well, like Tom Brady's a good example of this, where you're just like, this dude has more money than he'll ever need, and his wife makes ten times more money than he'll they'll ever spend. Why does he continue to stand? Because he hates his uh, family. We got <laughs> Tiger Woods. No, he's just that epically competitive that he right. loves. He thrives on the day to day grind of being a you quarterback could, in the NFL. And yeah. like, so he, that's just an example. Of you could what, probably go top athlete in, in mm-hmm. lots of sport. Like LeBron, yep, broke, yep. he broke a billion dollars. Yep. Tiger Woods is over a billion. Yep. Yeah. There's no need for them to continue other than the desire to whatever, right? Whatever that end yeah. goal Although is. Although I did see that Phil Mickelson lost $40 million gambling. Yeah. yeah. In like a I year, bet yeah, he'll be okay. or something. But that's because they love it so much. Right. <laughs> he loves gambling so much. Love gambling. I don't know. I like. For I, me, well, go ahead. Well, I just I don't. I mean, I don't want to like cop out answer here because everybody who's ever had a job ever has been like this day sucks, right? Right. But more often than not, I love what I do, and and I and I am totally fine at this point in my life saying I'm happy to do that through retirement, and because I I feel like I've found a niche that I'm that like I fit and I do well and I feel like I give back like and, and so like it's very fulfilling in a lot of ways so I like being in education as a whole could I do it till I was 90 I don't know so I don't know if I call it the same kind of passion but I it's mean, hard I granted mean, a good question you know it's I'm sure being a composer especially at this <laughs> age is it's not like it's a day-to-day grind. It's, it's you know, <laughs> well, like, hey, got, John, will you do this one song for us? He's probably got interns, too, where he yeah. just, yeah. Like, he just like, sings it, and they're like, oh, yeah, that's a <laughs> He's C. like, give me one of these. <laughs> <laughs> John, I think that's taken. <laughs> ah, okay. <laughs> You're fucking fired. <laughs> you don't think you could, uh, like, well, raise birds? Well, yeah, I guess. Is there enough money in that? No, well, that's, that's not that's not obviously. Uh, I, I never, guess that's not the, that's that's not literally the, the opposite point, isn't right. it? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I just you there know could be, but I he like, won't sell any of his birds. Right, that's love, what, love that's, them too much. It's like selling your kids. A, you know why? You know why I don't sell my birds, and I I I'm having a hard time even telling people that I have birds anymore because without fail. Every person like, yeah, I have birds. I'm like, oh, I had a bird once, and my dog ate it, or it escaped, or something. <laughs> I'm like, I don't care. Why are you telling me this, Randy? Why are you telling me this? <laughs> like, I don't. Well, uh, it's it's human nature to find some like common ground. Common ground, yeah. Yeah, but I don't go like, oh, I had a baby once and uh, it drowned. 
So because like, that uh, didn't happen. Uh, no, but I'm just saying. <laughs> Boy, I, I took wouldn't... a big gamble there that that didn't That's happen. True. I really wasn't <laughs> sure. <laughs> I mean, I could see you being upset if if you're like, yeah, I have like 29 birds, and someone's like, I had a turtle. <laughs> Like that, <laughs> uh, that would, that's okay, you well, know. My uh, wife will get all the time. Someone just trying to find you common ground. Yeah, as a vet, she'll be like, "Yo, I'm a veterinarian." They're like, she'll get it all the time. Oh, I'm a groomer. Like, mm, not the cool. Same. Not <laughs> my not, son's pope. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be like if you're like, "Oh yeah, I'm yeah, I'm a doctor, like a human physician." it will be like, "Oh yeah, I cut hair." Like, it's the same <laughs> connection. The same thing. I'm a surgeon. Okay. So yeah. at least if it was an actual bird, I've never. Right. I, paint, I paint nails. I just yeah, don't yeah. want to hear about birds dying. I don't care that you had a bird and it died, and that just gives me more fodder for not wanting to sell my yeah. birds because I'm just going to give it to someone and their dog's going to eat them. But you should stop and be like, "Listen, I was with you until you talked about it dying." Right. If you want to say that you had a bird, just say you had a bird. Right. Don't just, tell me about your grandma because, dying. Oh, cool. Yeah. You know, like I'm going to see my grandma. Oh, I had a grandma. She died. <laughs> you don't say that. Just say you have a grandma. That's true. That's a real, that's a real that's, killer yeah, of a conversation, like, right? Yeah. Exactly. Do you want to come see my grandma? I mean, <laughs> so, like, if you assume money somewhat aside, right, you could make enough to just live a okay life. You breeding birds would that be a thing you could just do forever? I don't. I don't want to breed them though. I just. Like having okay, them just, around, just like they just them. they just breed, and I keep trying he to get fosters them to stop. an environment of breeding. Yeah, right. that's, <laughs> okay. it's a very horny cool. household in I've, here. There's a lot of <laughs> a lot of hormones. There's they a lot of saxophone music in the background yeah. when <laughs> I walked in. I here play today. a lot of Kenny G, and the birds <laughs> just really they really dig if that. Anybody in the mood makes love to Kenny G. <laughs> if anybody does, yeah. If anybody does, careful before you start talking about me here. Or has I want to meet their children. Oh, you've met Olivia. Freaking <laughs> <laughs> Kenny G, man. Yeah, why is that associated so heavily? That's that's got to be a generational thing because that's well, it's like uh, it that's... takes me back to Wayne's World when like <laughs> Garth's like someone says Kenny G and he's like Kenny G and he, he imagines being at the dentist because the dentist is listening to Kenny G all the that's time. That's funny. <laughs> well, what would yours be, Brian? I don't know. I could re- I could record a podcast until I die. Yeah. Just talk. No, that's. We'll play music, you guys. I well, mean... that's the thing. So that's where I kind of got off is because I, I do like writing music, but I have a hard time doing it. Like, I don't want to do it. I tried I huh. tried yesterday. I started, I, I kind of got a quarter of the way through something. And I'm like, I don't want to do this. Well, like, you know why? Playing it, though? You know playing wh- it. Yeah, that's different. You know why? Because hmm. your life has gotten markedly better since we it's started fair. writing these songs. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. Like, when you when you <laughs> called me, and said, hey, or you text me, said, hey, do you want to start writing songs again? Right. And you told me some stuff that's going on in your life. I never told you this. I had like a panic attack in the fucking parking lot. Yeah, you told me that. You know? Yeah. I, had, I called my dad. I said, I hope you're close because I'm losing my mind. <laughs> I have another friend going through a shitty time and I can't take it. But then we started writing music. The same thing happened to me. I wrote a bunch of songs after Sarah died. Right. And then things kind of got better. And I met Ashley, and we got married, and I couldn't write any songs anymore. It's very therapeutic to get yeah. you, you get it out. I'm going to get... Uh, gonna Something get, bad gonna, has to happen. So let's I'm gonna go get through some trauma to, together. I'm going right. to I'm gonna pay someone to kidnap your kids. I wrote... I wrote... <laughs> <laughs> I wrote I wrote one just last... I got, just, 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 seriously. just for a weekend. Just keep it for a weekend. <laughs> you just got to get this song out, and then you can have it back. Because <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't date anyone after me and my ex-girlfriend broke up for a long time, uh-huh. right? And I right. Wrote, wrote a bunch of songs... And then, uh, then I met Ashton. I wrote, I wrote one more happy song, and then the market just broke up. <laughs> mm. 
well, you know. That's mostly Thanks, Ashley. Fault. Thanks. I it's like true. the market. Freaking, it's Ashley's freaking Yoko. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. It is it, it it's hard. Like some people do find inspiration through happiness, and then there's people like Edgar Allan Poe. <laughs> or Van Gogh. Yeah. yeah you yeah, know? It's like yeah. they wouldn't have done what they did if they weren't miserable. Is that like oh, this is way off the top of my head here. Is this why like some people will be like you'll love a band for their first couple of albums? But then they'll get to like sellout mode. Yeah. Well, they're probably they're they're getting songs from other people because they're like, well, our life is great now because well, we're making millions of dollars, yes. so they're buying. Well, pre-made. and generally, like when a band is just starting, they'll spend a lot of time on that first album mm-hmm. because or their first songs because they have nothing but time. In the music industry, it's called the sophomore slump. Mm-hmm. That second album that they write sometimes I mean, doesn't hit. They had to hammer it out in a year right. instead of they signed yeah. a deal. the The record label wants twenty songs. We're going to pick ten of them. Yeah. So you you're know, just like, all right, whatever. You know what band has never happened to? <laughs> Newfound Glory. Good, good Charlotte. Charlotte. Oh, no, that's right. Good, good Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> Did they even have two albums? <laughs> they have, Worthwhile? Like, no. I mean... <laughs> I've never yeah, been into that, that genre no. of, of band at all. You never... Oh, man. You don't have any pop punk? Pop, no. pop, I tell you pop, what, pop dude. Punk, I, I was opposite in high school. I did not fit in at all. I was uh, driving up to Tremont last night to do the vending machine. Uh-huh. And usually I listen to a book. The Expanse. Yeah. But I no effects popped in my head. I haven't listened to no effects mm. in like twenty years. And I would put I put on their album uh So Long and Thanks for All the Shoes. Huh. And holy shit, that just took me back. It's good it's stuff. It's a great album. What music did you listen to in high school? I was like really odd. I was really into like eighties hair band stuff. Which for some reason, like my mom totally got me into. So like, I was like Poison, like Poison, Motley Crue. Dude, um, I, I do love the crew. I love it's such like mainstream crap. Like, but it's really fun. Um, I always really love that kind of stuff. Like, and this is an '80s hair band, but I loved Kiss. Still do. One of my favorite bands of all time. Primarily, when I first learned how to play the drums, I was given a really tiny drum set. Right, bass, tom snare right little tiny symbol and i was and I, my stepdad gave me the first uh their first cd and he was like he taught me one beat and he was like play the rest learn the rest of this and i'll get you a full drum set this is so kiss? i learned uh, yeah no, so i learned awesome. the whole first the whole first that's cd fantastic. of kiss and then he got me a full-on p- pearl set and everything that's cool man. so like so there's just like some nostalgic why feel to it if you can play drums why don't we I'm get you to fill in for for ethan it's every true. time he's broken his uh <laughs> back or his legs or i haven't played the drums i have a drum set amanda just got me one for christmas because i really want to get back into it and then we started a business and so (laughs) it sits in the basement but it's it is hard it's not a very family friendly instrument to just got some electric ones that's what i said but even electric ones like you haven't you have (laughs) yeah you still (laughs) hear unless you get like the i mean you can spend some money and get the uh like the, the Roland ones, man. Yeah. Those are, yeah. but they're it's also like a mesh instead of like a pad. Like a so pad, expensive. Yeah. It's crazy how expensive they right. are. Yeah, it, I'm not good anymore. I could probably pick up a couple simple beats, but I'm not very good anymore. But and there's something. Maybe it's me. Maybe it's me. But there's something about electric drums. It sounds a little different. That you're just like, it's not as fulfilling. Well, yeah, but I mean, in, in a pinch, I mean, <laughs> it, yeah. No, it's fine. If the you option... slam that floor tom, boom, right? <laughs> it just it's, it hits different. Yeah. <laughs> Except it, it clips so you don't hear it. <laughs> oh, man. Ah. <laughs> I want to feel it in my chest. Yeah, yeah. I got to hook it up to a PA to feel it. I may well, as well just play then, the game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, these drums are great, but I need three speakers and a, <laughs> and a sub. <laughs> and a sub. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> then it's louder than the regular drums. 
can you turn those down? It no. Al- it allows no. us to mix perfectly. Did I ever yeah. tell you about the time when I was, you know, because when you were, when I was in my early 20s and in a band, we played at the bottom of a three-story apartment because that was, you <laughs> oh, know, man. and the guy came down and told us to turn down the drums. <laughs> yeah. Sure, like tuning? Yeah. <laughs> 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 it is the sound that travels the most, I might oh, say. Oh, the kick drum and yeah, the bass dude. guitar. Yeah. 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 So it's yeah, so I was a little off. I, I listened to a lot of that kind of stuff. Um I didn't really fit in as far as music choices go. I was so, never the one that picked the music. <laughs> in, in your life, like who would you say right now is your like favorite artist of all time or band? Oh dude, this is this is like so No judgment. I know. So I have a hard time answering because, like, favorite of all time ever maybe is just probably a band you've never heard of. Maybe give me, like, well, go ahead and say who it is. So if, if you have to just say, like, th- these guys for sure are in my top five, that's an easier way okay. of doing it. The, for sure. I, I'll tell you, my favorite band of all time is The Darkness. I don't know if you know oh, anything yeah, about dude. The, Oh, I love The Darkness. Yeah. They are weird as all get out. You guys, super weird. They are, but they are the example of, they were like, we're going to play the music we want to play, no matter how weird it is. Right. And they got crazy Well, they're a hair they band in the yes. early 2000s. Yeah. 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 So an, an old critique of them was, we played we played it at our wedding. Like, Amanda and I love, is there, the, the, the I Believe in a Thing Called Love is, yeah. is their number right. one song. I Believe in a Thing Called yeah. Love. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. listen to the rhythm of heart. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So they were, the guy, a critique of them originally was, is they're, they're a mix between a straight queen and a gay ACDC. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Which I was like, I could hear that. Yeah. So I love the darkness. They're really fun. I've come across some live videos of theirs too, and they're yeah. they're great live. They're good. Oh, I, they came here live two years ago or three three years ago. It was great. Super yeah. fun. And he sounds just as good live as he does. Listen to those recording. guitars, man. Listen yeah, to those those panned guitars. If you listen to these on this on headphones. This music video is fascinating. Is he wearing his uh, jumpsuit zipped down not to yet. his crotch? No, he's not, not wearing right anything. Now he is. <laughs> he was naked getting dried off by the big woolly uh, guy. They're in a spaceship. And this yeah. song was huge. Huge. In like 2003, yeah. 2004. And they have stuff now. They just came out with an album uh, two months ago, three months ago. It's some of their best stuff they've ever done. Like musically, they, they literally are just going, we're going to play what we want. We don't care. I really like them for that reason. Yeah. And I, I'm into like unique vocal. Like, well, there's, there's no a, one that sings like the darkness. That's nobody for just sure. sings, yeah. yeah. So, like, all throughout the 2000s, like, this is really, why I struggled. He's got with, really bad teeth. Yeah, he does. Well, he's British. <laughs> he's British. British. Oh, okay. Yeah. Newfound Glory and all those. To me, I was like, they all just sound the same. Their singers all sound the same to me. That's that's my own personal opinion. That's fair. And so I like unique vocals. So that's kind of my fit, which is so, like, I like Led Zeppelin a lot. Like, if you're talking sure. like old time stuff, I just think, like, there's a unique sound. When you hear Led Zeppelin, you know Led Zeppelin. Yeah. No diss to the darkness, but no, I don't know fine. of anybody. Who would say that? What? That they're their favorite of all time. I agree. That's why I was like, yeah. you're going to kind of laugh no, about no, no, it. No, 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 no judgment. I mean, everybody, <laughs> you know, most people don't, when they, they ask me, they don't say, I, I tell them like AFI, and they're like, what? oh, wow. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. I don't know go. if I have a favorite band anymore. I don't know. What, who's in? Who's someone in your top five? Yeah, I'll just say top five. Rejected takeoff. Fair. I like our own music. I rock out to you guys' stuff in my classroom. I do like our own music. It's, oh, so it's you're the good. one that gets us plays it. <laughs> I play it in my classroom all the time. I actually have kids come up all the time. They're like, "Who's this?" Like you've never heard of them, but let me tell you about them now. Did our uh, <laughs> did our streams did our streams bump up after the show? Uh, they were up before the show, and then they got steadily down to like nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe people were like, "Oh, oh. wow." <laughs> These guys are actually <laughs> terrible. They saw us like those are. Some... We should have put a disclaimer. We are not good live. This yeah. is not. This is not the live. I band thought we did fine, see. but they're like these guys are in their late thirties. Yeah. 
Yeah, Ethan said you guys were way better off than the rest of them. I mean, as far as like, I thought we quality great. is concerned, what the, you guys Spencer bad. had a rough night I, just in his own his mind. Own no, yeah. no, it, you're your own worst critic no, 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 on everything, no. man. There was there was a point where I, I got so far off that if you were watching me. You would have seen me yell into the mic, where the hell am I? <laughs> Did you get that one recorded or was that after the thing stopped? It was after my oh, camera no. overheated. I thought, it, I thought we sounded good. I'll so, get us another yeah. show here pretty soon, though. You can come to that one. Yeah, we'll do we, a, I don't remember why we couldn't go to that one. We were out of town or something. We'll do a better job. Danny texts me. He's like, I didn't know about your show till the podcast when you told Oops. people... Thanks for coming. <laughs> <laughs> so we got to do a better job. I mean, you could reject the takeoff has an Instagram page. But I, I thought I don't know. That's fine. We'll do it live. But yeah, <laughs> well, this next time will be way better. We're gonna be. We're gonna be. Brand, Randy's gonna know his parts. Fair enough. <laughs> we didn't. We actually didn't want a lot of people to know about this show. You guys are patching it together. Yeah, it's yeah. your first one. You just yeah. go and make sure it's actually gonna work. We <laughs> actually probably had more people there than anybody else, though. Mostly thanks to Randy's family. Right. But yeah. Um, <laughs> your dad was there, and he actually gave us some compliments. Yeah, which he never did for the market. I don't think he ever came to the market. He 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 heard us jamming once. Oh well. And he came down. He's like, mm. man, I <laughs> I I'm seeing more and more. I'm I'm yeah. No, that is literally he's probably very, what he said. That, he's very. Honest. That is something that he would say. That is definitely words he has uttered before. Yeah, that's a dad thing. Apparently, so yeah. he leaned over to Ashley dad. though at one point was like. You guys are actually pretty good. I really like your guys' stuff, honestly. Yeah, yeah. It's a unique sound. It, there's not a lot out there that sounds exactly There's not like a lot it. of vocalists out there that are willing to be that bad <laughs> and still record and still themselves. still just beat it out there. <laughs> 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 I, don't, I think it's Wait, are you talking about me? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No, no, no. So it, you go to AFI as a top five oh, for yeah. sure, like, if not number one. Push yeah. Me. I mean, so my my top if I were to give him like, my top three would be like AFI, the Get Up Kids, and Blink One Eighty Two. Oh, see, Blink, it's that's that genre of I'm yeah. just like, yeah. Blink, I don't know. Blink sounds different than the, I don't know. different enough, but they, it just. I mean, they did. Kind does, of, they kind of set the tone for the genre. Sure, they were. So there were a lot off. of bands that that came after them. And was it them or Green that. Day that set the the tone both. for that genre? Both. They, they both run the same time. Yeah, I mean, yeah. arguably, Burnout from Green Day got bigger before like dude ranch or right enema of the state from blink sure right uh but in terms of but then like so blink took off and then american idiot came out mm -hmm. from green day it was like holy shit i remember green day won an award for that album that was like best comeback i'm yeah. like comeback? comeback green day never went anywhere yeah just because you didn't listen <laughs> like <laughs> you know they had like nimrod and international super hits and you know yeah it was they, they had great albums but i used to three doors down used to be like one of my faves but I don't know, man. They, uh, they're singers and he's trapped, just, dude. He, no, <laughs> it's it's his political. Uh, this is, that's what I'm saying. Have you seen the guy from Trap? Oh the lead yeah, yeah. He's I don't a, think he's that bad. He's but. a trumper is and he? like a. What was his big one? I think he's like a red flag guy with mm. with uh, uh, shootings and stuff. So <laughs> he lost his following. Yeah, I mean they had a single. Yeah. But I mean, it was they enough were, to yeah. it was they, enough they to probably get huge. people to shows if they wanted to. Oh, now sure. he's just lost people. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yellow Card was always a big one for me. I like them a lot. They're getting they they broke up, but they're doing a reunion show this year in Chicago. I might go to that. I remember when they broke up because uh, their drummer, who was fantastic, he's really good, was playing for Adam Lambert. 
Was he? he? I can't remember where I – I think Adam Lambert played, like, SNL or something. Oh. And that's like, hey, isn't that – that's the drummer for Yellow Card. You know, I'm like, whatever. His name's like – I'll take the yeah. job. I would yeah. not yeah. the third uh, something or other. I'd totally take the job. He's freaking good, though. He's like Very Travis good. Barker good. See, this is another yeah. – I don't fit in because another – I'm just like, you know, one of my other favorite bands of all time is Rush. Rush, without question, is in the top five. Yeah. And that is like, I don't fit in at all. Like, almost nobody I know in my age, they're like, oh, okay, yeah. That's it's cool. true. Yeah, a lot of people <laughs> respect Rush. I, respect, I do uh, respect Rush. I sometimes have a hard time with, with, the, with his vocals. You get, yeah. They yeah. kind of – yeah. They kind of get to me, but, but Neil Pert is oh, dude. unreal. Yeah, so. notice that notice the similarity between the darkness and Rush. Not that they're the same, but like you can. T- but sure, there's nobody else out there sounds like that's that, true. Right? It's yeah. unique. I think that I like. I don't know if I like unique. I think I like what I like, and I just follow the <laughs> same thing. I'm like, that sounds like that, so I like <laughs> that. You're just a sheep. You're I think so. A- there I were think some. So. so that's the thing. Like I, I like pop punk. Like I love Blink. I love Newfound Glory. Yeah. But then there were some pop, pop punk bands that I'm like, I can't. Can't do this. I like. I never really got into Yellow Card. Mm-hmm. Liked their drummer. Some forty one. Yeah. Oh, it's just kind of like mm, I like some forty one. Good yeah. Charlotte just made good, me angry. Yeah, not a good Charlotte fan. <laughs> yeah. So I was with you, like I'm, I'm with you in that you're like, well, I kind of like the uniqueness, even though they're not unique. They were just kind of the first, and so I kind of like them. So still. you like the you like yeah. the OGs of that yes. what, when it was unique, and then it became like right. it's like the boy band kind of scenario where right. you're like, yeah, everybody like in sync, and then there was like 50 of the same kind of band. <laughs> right. Like, so another one is like you uh, don't like in sync. Don't scoff no, at my in sync comment. I was just think I was just wishing that I would have said my favorite band was like O Town or, or, <laughs> or 50 whatever yeah. degrees, whatever 90 whatever degrees, 98 degrees. Yeah, degrees. that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot I just about O-Town. Love dude. Nick, yeah, dude. Like uh, Nick, uh, what's it? I don't remember. Hawthorne Heights. Okay, is a good like. Yeah. I like their. I like them. And then there was like fifty bands just yeah. like them. You yeah. know. And yeah. then they, their guitarist died, and they, I think they still tour, but they went through a rough patch. Without yeah. their got dropped by their Doghouse Records. Treated all their, all their artists like shit. Just Didn't pay them. They all sued them. Like every every artist that was on Doghouse. When I was working for X ninety six, they would send us the craziest promos. They were like. Each was in an individual bag with like five CDs mm-hmm. that had like five songs from each band in there. No one spent as much money as Doghouse on promos to radio stations, you know. But oh. then you find out they weren't paying their talent at Anything. all. Anything. Oh, <laughs> so gross. Like uh, I think Hawthorne Heights was on there. Red Jumpsuit Apparatus. Um, all those bands kind of like that. Yeah. Kind of hard. A little bit harder than punk. Kind of screamo. But then you guys, as the as the market, weren't. You, uh, you guys opened for that Hoobastank show out in Salt yeah. Lake, right? It was that that show. I remember he was like, he was like, I don't care how you guys listen to our music, download it, share it, whatever. Come right. to the show because that's where we make our no, money. It's, it was very well known before before the iTunes break, uh-huh. right? And being able to upload your own music, it's very well known that artists were making maybe twenty five cents per album yeah. sale. Yep, on a fifteen dollar album. Yeah, you're making twenty five cents. Now disgusting. you can release your own music and yeah. you make. Dollar for a dollar. Yeah. So it's crazy. You just got to get plays. So you just got to get find <laughs> you know, people if to we, find you. Right. If we got a million plays, we'd have like $3. Right. Ooh. At least each. <laughs> I don't know how much would we get for a million plays. I can't remember we, what the payout scale is. We'd now. have it. It would, it would, it would, because it now would. it's different on streams. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. On downloads, it's like, well, someone still has to pay 15 bucks for the album. Yeah. But now it's on streams. Right. No one buys albums. I think anymore. 10 streams mm-hmm. is worth one purchase, isn't it? Uh, I don't know. That seems high. I, it's like probably a hundred streams. It's worth one streams? purchase. I don't know. We don't make a lot on our streams, yeah. even when we get a decent amount. Yeah, yeah we we you... normally only make enough to pay for 
the re the, 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 the re-up re fee that comes up yeah. on that particular song. Well, I'm happy to help. I will continue to stream your stuff. Good. You know, we can just literally set up an iPhone and it just will let it play let it on loop. Yeah, I don't know why I don't do that. Not That's that it would ever do. make anything, but next show we play. Everybody get your phone out of your pocket and just hit play and put it back in your pocket while we play. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's tr- we'll make 10 cents tonight. We'll donate it to uh Did do we talk about how much money we raised that night? No. $100. Nice. For so better than nothing. For it was mental health awareness. Mental health. I don't know The headlining band had a had a health. charity that they were donating oh, to. Oh, that's right. Mm. Or if it was just someone's prescription or something, but we It's the same. <laughs> we yeah. did it. You know what? Speaking of prescriptions, so I got put on a new med called Buspar. Yeah, a couple the names of these things is unreal <laughs> for anxiety, so uh-huh. I can take less clonopin, uh-huh. right? And I was on—I can't even remember the milligrams. Let's just say, let's just say ten, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And it's two a day. I went and picked it up last month, and it was like ninety dollars. I was like, shit. <laughs> All right, whatever. Mm. I got to have it, you know. Yeah. So I went back to the psychiatrist though last week, and she wanted to up me. So I went and picked up the larger dose, uh-huh. month supply, $10. Like, what? Why? I have no idea. So Actually, like went and picked them up. or something? No. I don't know. They do weird. So I'm like, I, I could have just broken the other ones. Right, on, yeah. My, yeah. on my diabetes medications, they put me on three different medications. Two of them are $75 each. Ugh. And so I paid that for the first month, and then I... I don't even know why I thought to do this, but I Googled it, and it got to their website, and there's like, sign up for this and get it for $10. Right, you take so the I, coupon in. I picked in. both of them up yesterday, $10 each. It's an absolute joke. So, yeah. Did you guys see it. the thing that Mark Cuban's doing? Nah. Yeah, it's like a like a, a thing he's he started putting a bunch of money towards of selling pharmaceuticals, but um, but only uh, I don't remember what it was, something like a fifteen percent markup max. He they he was like, we will buy it at the cost, and we will only mark it up fifteen percent just to pay for the administrative stuff at all. So he's like, this is not like a money maker at all, and it was amazing. There was stuff on there that would be like a thousand dollars that he was able to sell for like one hundred and fifty bucks. You should call it Cuban drugs. Cuban. Drugs. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> That is a missed you know, opportunity know, right? right there. I don't know what the general <laughs> consensus is, but I like Mark Cuban. I like Mark Cuban. I think out of all whole, the billionaires, if yeah. he ran for president, I might vote for I him. I think he's as a whole, he feels like the most sincerely just decent dude. Yeah. I listen to the Dan Patrick sports show all the time, and he's been a buddy of his, and he's been on there a bunch of times. And that was one he was like, Dan, Dan Patrick was like, "How much is in your checking account right now?" And he yeah. just started laughing, and he was like, "I can't tell you." <laughs> he was like, "Why not?" He was like, "I actually looked." And I Scott, I was like, he was like, I had to call my accountant and say, what am I going to do with all this money? <laughs> he, and he was like, what are you doing right now? And he's like, oh, I'm waiting in the pickup line to pick up my kids from school. Because yeah. <laughs> he's just like, because he's like, I'm still living normal life. Right. So, and I just think he's probably the most in touch. He is probably the most down to earth out of yeah. all the billionaires. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bill Gates doesn't even know how much like a bag of yeah, f- $15 yeah. or whatever. Yeah. The, yeah. like the ravioli. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, $30. Uh. But- but he's also been a billionaire a lot longer. Yeah, wow. Well. Yeah. He was a billionaire before before being a billionaire was cool. a thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, in the 90s, man. Windows 98, 95 came out. How about uh how about your boy Elon trying to get out of Twitter? <laughs> you know, I saw a TikTok of a guy who predicted it. Yeah. And and he was defending himself cuz he's or he was getting a bunch of comments like why do you hate Elon, you know? And he's like because Elon never keeps any promises. Mm. You know, he's promised to do thing after thing and never delivers on them. Right. So <laughs> I saw another, uh, the Chinese are investigating ways to shoot down Starlink. Starlink. <laughs> Why? I have no idea. 
I'm like, what is that going to result in? Yeah. Like, where is that end? You know, well, does the United States government get involved if they shoot down private satellites? <laughs> I don't know that's how this question. Yeah, I'd hope that they wouldn't. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, a lot of people hate Starlink, but it's also giving internet to people yep. in like Ukraine. Why do so, people hate Starlink? Because it ruins the night sky. It's just kind of cluttering. I yeah. thought you could only see it really when it no, it's when like, it first was unraveled. Well, no, no, no. So the first like few hundred he sent up, they were just normal like silver colored, oh. and they were ruining astronomers' photographs. So you oh. see like a streak, and you can see Starlink. You, like you'll see like twenty dots going uh-huh. across the sky. Yeah. But then he made a pledge to paint them all black. Oh, I don't know if he did, but he launches them in like just spray paint. He launches like a hundred at a time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, was, yeah, he's spray painting it yeah. black. He's very expensive spray paint. <laughs> but I don't. It's I, I. also see like the only reason somebody should be really mad about that is that they didn't think of it first. Like right. the fact that we haven't just done this as a society is is mind boggling, right. right? Why does it take some like independently wealthy person to just be like, well, let's do something that makes sense for society? Right. <laughs> yeah. I wish more billionaires would do I, that. I, I wish it, so too. Probably because it was a billionaire's idea, right? right? Yeah. If you went into a billionaire's office and said free internet for the entire world. Yeah. We've got to launch 5,000 satellites. They'd yeah. be like, get, yeah. get out of my office. <laughs> What's in it for me? Yeah. Yeah. Free uh, advertising. Every time someone logs in, it says your name or something. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Speaking of Ukraine, you have a prediction in here, Spencer. Oh, yeah. I forgot I put that. Um, <laughs> so, you know, the, the war in Ukraine is still going on. Yeah. And, have they gotten uh, to Kiev yet? They still haven't gotten to Kiev. I don't think so. No, it's. I don't know that they've made. Their, most of their progress is. What been, is wrong with Russia's military? They're, uh, they're in all sincerity, completely inept. They're not as good as people thought they were. If you go, well, go back to World War II. They were almost completely wiped out That's in true. World War II before before they got stalled. Right. Well, the the, the Nazis got stalled and the, it got too cold and all that. Right. Stalingrad. And, and Stalingrad. Yep. And then and then America had to come in and basically save everybody's tail, which we were just kind of lucky that we were fresh. If you look right? at troop deaths, though. Yeah. Russia lost more like. By like a like a factor of like three. Yeah. Right. They, well, <laughs> they but, lost so many more troops. Well, yeah. But, which kind of is still to the point. You're just like, right. what have they done that has made anybody really sincerely think, boy, they're really strong like, other than just other than the po- like. Yeah, they have they have the thing. They have a nuke, but, but that doesn't mean that they're good. They just happen to steal <laughs> they're all, information. Can you imagine they're all duds? It. Yeah, like this like, badass rocket takes it all the way no, in. It's like yeah. stunk. Haven't they had something like it fourteen generals die in this whole thing? Like, die, yeah. Well, but still, yeah. like it's really it really should be. If a, you consider hanging a death, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it should be like an eye opener to all of us to be like, is Russia really this thing we should be scared about still? I don't. I th- well, honestly, I think, I think so, but. I think you're right though, because they could have no troops left. But yeah. as long as they have a a silo, then then we're scared. Then it's scared. Yep. Well, that's kind of my my prediction. Is you know we were uh, the U.S. was uh, was not going to get into World War II, right? Mm-hmm. We were just like we can't do that, even though we uh, certain political figures wanted to get into World War II, they could not pull the trigger um, until Pearl Harbor happened. Then you don't have a choice. And I just uh, my prediction would be that if if uh, Ukraine keeps holding out and Putin gets frustrated and more people start joining NATO, that he's going to do something like Pearl Harbor, except it's going to be a nuclear Pearl Harbor. So he'll nuke a NATO nation. I think he'll just nuke Ukraine somewhere. Mm. Not not a big. I'm not, I'm not talking about you know. Not the czar bomb. He'll, no. he'll send the mini nuke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But. If he does, I 
in my opinion, maybe I'm completely wrong, but if he lets off any nukes, everyone's it's in. Over. We're all in. Yep. We are all in to stop Russia. Like, no one's going to stand for that. I mean, am I wrong? Like, uh, well, no one. It depends on who you're talking about. Iran would love it. Yep. Uh, China, would Pakistan be okay would be okay with it. China was not. China's not. China's backing away from Russia. I don't. China, I don't not that they're buddies, but like, I don't think China would care. China yeah. has more to lose from losing us and China, the rest of the world. China as partners. only cares about what's good for China. Right. Yeah. They're not going to get involved in anything. And frankly, Russia doesn't do as much for China as the rest of the world does. No. I just think it along the lines that they're just. They're more buddy buddy than we are with them, essentially. But sure, yeah, it's because, especially from a policy standpoint. It's stand because uh-huh. yeah, it's because you know Putin wants to be socialist and China is socialist, sort of. Whatever, Communist. whatever they are. Yeah, more com- yeah. Yeah, they're, they're <laughs> like a, a a democratic communist <laughs> society. Yeah, dude, I don't understand. Ca- a, a capitalist communist. It's, it's communism where some people are capitalists, where the yeah, capitalists yeah. make money and the they're, communists yeah. are poor. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, and money. and Walmart's there, so I don't yep. know. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Apparently, the new the new uh, McDonald's in Russia has the same M. Yeah, like same logo. <laughs> well, yeah, Russia's. I was looking <laughs> at. I was looking king, at. Uh, I was looking at one of their their new airplanes that they're trying to trying to put out. And it looks exactly like the F thirty five. Like they just they should paint F thirty five on. Yeah, like it's like it. pretty much looks exactly the same. It's like, come on, guys. Yeah. Well, to to your point though, I get really frustrated. This is where like I just find myself getting so mad at our government as a whole because like we're we are sending billions of dollars over. Not that we shouldn't be helping, but who else is putting that much skin in the game? No one. Well, I mean, that's, is that not a problem to anybody? Like, I uh, think, am I off base? Because that no, drives me crazy. But other countries are. Uh, we just have more skin than most countries. Do we though? <laughs> what do you mean by skin? We're so we wildly have, in debt. We can't, no, we're never. We have come more back military assets. We have stuff built, ready to go. Sure. That we're not currently using. Sure. So send some stinger missiles over. So then we're, but we're also, but we're spending forty billion dollars more that we don't have, that we're borrowing from China, to go send <laughs> over. There. Like, am I wrong? Like, I mean, think about the the problems that we have in our country as a whole. And I'm not saying that we should not be helping Ukraine. Do not misinterpret. No, that, but, but I mean, like, our our defense budget shouldn't be what it is yeah, anyway. Can we not just right. go? Hey, we are willing to put this much in, but. Germany, you need to help it out too. In, you know, Great Britain, you need to help out too. Like we should be doing when there's, yeah. it's like one percent in comparison to what. Is we're it, I was like going to say, I haven't looked at what, because the, so that would be similar to the NATO rules, right? Correct. You're expected to put in was it three percent of your GDP? I yeah, think something like that. Yeah. And which ours is like off the charts sure. compared to the other NATO nations. So I haven't looked at what they're donating to it, Ukraine. It was it relative, was two but, to three million is what Germany gave last I read. This was like a month ago. Dollars? A million dollars. <laughs> yeah. Like when we when that's we were a, proposing that's enough to ship a suit. Yes, we were proposing forty billion and Germany had given like something like two to three million dollars. And yeah. I'm like this is that is not even close that's to the embarrassing. same percentage yeah. wise. So why do we have to keep being the world police? You know that when, it's literally gonna be the end of us. When the Iraq war was was raging, I I got in a discussion with a friend, and that was the, that was kind of the fundamental disagreement that people stumble onto, right? You're more of a libertarian, mm-hmm. then you have hardcore conservatives, liberals, and one of the main disagreements, and unfortunately it kind of depends on who you're talking about, sure. is does the United States have a responsibility as a superpower to police the world? Do they have a responsibility to do it? Do they have a right to do it? 
where do you fall on that? And that's usually where you find people disagree. Yep. Some people are like, no, it's not our responsibility at all. We should mind our own business. You're like, all right, but what if it becomes our business sure. <laughs> the way that Pearl Harbor made it our business? You sure, know? right. Yeah, but, well, but why would, why, like, so why was Pearl Harbor even a thing is because we got involved with the oil with Japan. Right. Right, because we're because our fingers are in everything. Right, like and not that we can ever become truly neutral. Like it's impossible. No, we're just too big. We're, yeah, we're too big. Yeah, it's a. I mean, as much as uh, you know, someone like Alex Jones doesn't want it. We are we are a globalist economy. It's true. <laughs> like we, it's, <laughs> we rely on everybody. Which, if you ever didn't believe that was true, COVID showed that to be wildly true. Right, mm-hmm. one little domino falls, and the whole freaking thing is jacked up. We live on the razor's edge in our economy and our society, and it totally taught us that the last couple right. of years. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of politics, mm. you got your Republican ballot, I as did. did I. I did. <laughs> did you get it? I did. did you? Both did. of us registered as Republicans. You to guys cheating the system. Just barely. <laughs> Who's cheating who? I did, I was I'm freaking... being more facetious. I know, Actually, I, I saw a thing today from a political commentator. Uh-huh. That apparently, they can get a Republican ballot to like the 17th of June. So oh, I, I thought I, that I, it had changed. I thought it was till March, like the end of March when we got ours. You know what I mean? When we changed our affiliation. I thought they changed the rules or something again. I don't know. I thought I, saw I thought they made about it registering harder. for the seventeenth. I don't yeah. know what. Yeah, I don't know anyway, what that entails. So you still can, and we can swing I, this primary. Have you seen the polling between McMullen and Lee? No, I haven't. I just know that that Lee is hard trying to hit McMullen. So like, I, that's all the all the stuff I see. McMullen on TV. hasn't even spent any money yet. Yeah, yeah. Because and Lee he is really hitting. Him. He won the primary. There's yeah. no one. There's, he's uncontested. Yeah, yeah. But I saw a Deseret News poll. I think it was three days old. That said, if it was right now, and they were comparing all Lee and his candidates to McMullen separately, right? So they're like, if it was Lee and McMullen, or Lee and Edwards, or Lee and uh, what the hell is her name, Isom, um, and oh, dude, actually the the only one who won straight out was actually uh, Isom, <laughs> because there were more I don't knows on that. Uh, hypothetical, <laughs> you <don't> but know. <laughs> Lee and McMullen. I think Lee had him by one. It was like thirty-eight to thirty-seven with nineteen percent. I don't know. I was like, whoa! It's the fastest growing demographic in the country right now is that in between. It's like holy don't, cow! Don't you know, man. That's I, what I said. That's what I was like. I don't know. Mike Mike Lee is well. The, such a he's a freaking fascist. The, he's a traitor. So he's a, he's. A, it's true, and, and, and we're going to find out more. He's yeah. a proven traitor, man. We're going to find out and more. And he's just ugly as. <laughs> He looks like time. a frog. He's so ugly. The, I hate him so much. One of the main reasons I have a problem with him, other than his January obvious 6th, appearance, <laughs> well, even just from a policy standpoint, he ran on a platform of two terms. Two only. Yeah. You know, same with Orrin Hatch. Mm. So, <laughs> anyway, Hatch but dead. we got our ballot. You text me. Who should I vote for? I hadn't looked to see what the polling was because obviously you want to vote for who's closest to beating him. Right. Which it's Edwards. Right. Um, but that led me down some research about our house race. Okay. So I have a story about Blake Moore, who uh, is our representative right currently. now. Right. Yeah, okay. His mom, my parents have a big yard in Your Kaysville. Mom. Okay. Right? <laughs> Your mom. I, could, I couldn't help it. They have a big yard in Kaysville. They put signs up for for candidates who usually come and ask them, depending on their politics. And it's uh-huh. like for it's like at a very visible right, like fifty thousand people a day, probably. Yeah, for sure. Um, so Blake Moore's mom came over and asked my dad. My dad was in the yard, and he's uh-huh. like, "Can my son put a a sign up?" And he, he's like, "Who's your son, Blake Moore? Well, what's his what are his politics? What's his policy? You know?" And she said, "Well, essentially, all he's 
all he's trying to do, he just goes and opposes anything Nancy Pelosi puts forward. I'm for that. I'm like, <laughs> I'm not for any blanket statement like that. And, the, yeah. and unfortunately, the Republicans tend to do that. They did that when Obama was elected. Mitch McConnell said, we're just going to oppose everything he says, regardless of if we like it or not. But so he's like, Oh, you know, my mom or my wife kind of makes those decisions. <laughs> <laughs> and they put a sign in their yard and they really? took it down three times. My parents took it down. They kept putting it back up? Yeah. Other, oh, jeez. <laughs> so anyway, that's my Blake Moore story. Okay. Then I came across an article that showed his opponent, one of his opponents, Andrew Badger, and their debate. I like his logo. <laughs> it's, it's got a badger on it. He, so I was like, I was reading an article about their debate, and I'm like, come on. I mean, I, I'm not a Republican. I don't want to vote for any of you, but I got I don't like more, right? So come on, Andrew, say something valuable, right? And his campaign against Blake Moore is that Blake Moore buys into the climate change narrative. Oh. It's not enough. You're not going to swing voters with that. But I'm like, that's your campaign? That's your, yeah, that's, that's weak. You're, you live in a state where the lake is drying up. We're going to have arsenic in the air. And you're saying that well, he, he shouldn't buy First of all, Blakemore doesn't buy into the climate change narrative. But that's your camp. Like, you're already, you're already getting Republican votes. Yeah. What's you don't need his, to. What's wrong with his arm? Yeah, this is not. That's, that's ill-advised, I would say. So I'm like, uh, these, these primaries, like, I know that when we got our ballots, when we did this on purpose, it was to mostly get Mike Lee out. But. <laughs> Oh man, it's like well, I don't, I don't want to cast a vote for any of these looks guys. Like a real douche. And I didn't hear much of uh, I, Tina. I think it's the other. Well, I realized after Mike Lee that it was just a primary, and that I really didn't care about the rest. So I just kind of filled in whatever. Well, listen, if Becky Edwards can win the primary, right? I I, I put in for Becky. Edwards. That's a win-win-win. Like, what if she turns out to be as bad as? Uh, <laughs> What's her uh, the gazpacho and the Marjorie uh, Taylor Greene? What did I say? Well, she's she running for Senate, time? so she'd be more powerful. Yeah, she is. Wait, oh, oh, if Becky oh won. okay, not Marjorie Taylor. I don't know how Marjorie and her, wins votes. And her peach tree dish. That because tells me about the peach tree dish, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh, she's like, so stupid. If if they if the Republicans don't take back the House, and even if they do, I'm not entirely look sure at the, at that they would appoint Marjorie to any committees. No, th- th- I think as a whole, she's like, very unliked. She has no committee power right now. Yeah. If the if the Democrats win, she still will have no committee power. Yeah. For so, whoever people like her in the area it's she's crazy, in, I don't know man. why she is a little off. She's crazy. Look, it's a picture the, of Mike Lee. I'm Mike Lee, and I have erectile dysfunction. <laughs> <laughs> so I have. A, this is a stupid story, but I have a Mike Lee story that I I was listening to. He's got no chin. I was listening to a, a news uh, a radio soul. show. They were. T- <laughs> oh, look at him running! Oh look at him running! Oh my gosh, he looks so bloated. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chick, go ahead. It's fine. This is this is irrelevant, really. He just there was a uh, there was a radio show listening to the radio show and they were talking about this book that was called Written Out of History and it was all about people who were a huge part of history but that history for some reason is never told. I'm like this is amazing, so I went to look it up. It was written by Mike Lee, and I was oh. like, mm. it's like you see a cool uh, title, it's written by Bill O'Reilly. <laughs> You're like, oh, I have one of the Killing Kennedy. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's actually pretty. I okay. I want to know if he writes them. He doesn't. It's, he's, <laughs> okay. it's his name. I I actually did a lot of reading up on it because I wanted the Killing Kennedy one bad because yeah. I just was super intrigued. So he and just I puts like, his name oh. there. So he actually does a lot of the a lot of the um, 
the research on it. it it's it's pretty legit but he has a writer who writes it they have come under some fire for some stuff but like every every i wonder if that's how jake like, jake tapper's degree. book is because oh, he wrote that it's a re- made a really good movie mm-hmm. was it the outpost it's about it's about a um like an operating base in afghanistan that got overrun because they were on the like at the bottom of a hill mm. <laughs> so the, it's a bad the afghans had or the uh isis had yeah anyway it's a really good movie but it was written by jake tapper the book was yeah so I'm just was it really yeah. yeah they basically had None like of those if, people write if their you own were books. a really good writer and i did all the research it would be like me coming to you with all the research telling you the story and you'd put the writing in your own words right. kind of thing yeah like any of those guys have time to write books i know um well you know last time we talked a lot about school shootings yeah those were always fun speaking Yay. of which to talk Yippee. about We'll we'll have Jake give his two cents here, but I, f- I did a little research. How many mass shootings? Well, let's see if you guys agree with this, their definition first, okay? Oh, it's this, gun violence is the term they use now more often than not. But Sure. This website um, is four or more injured or killed, not including the shooter. Okay, so that would be more correct. That's how they Go. define it. Okay. How many mass shootings this year do you think there have been? This year? This year, with four or more injured or killed, besides not including the shooter. 50. I would say like 85. 261. Yeah. So you also have to account in for... Closest without going over. Ma- I mean... One dollar. Major gang violence in Chicago and like stuff like that that happens all the time. I drove through Chicago and did not see a single shooting. That day or that hour. <laughs> so, like, And this is not to justify it by any means. No. Like, it's bad, but like that so also I thought about includes that. a lot of that. I thought about that. And there are so Illinois had has had nineteen. Chicago is just a random example. <laughs> Chicago has had by itself. So it's like what to lowest less than ten percent. Twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. Chicago's had fifteen out of the two hundred sixty-two. Um, That's way less than ten percent. Texas has had twenty-six. Uh, California's had twenty-five. Mm-hmm. Those are very populous states. So yeah, uh, it's true, but it just speaks to the problem. Yeah, and there was another thing That's I more saw. Than, more than days. They were like, oh, yeah, for sure. Or there so. was another one where they were like, because gun violence is the term that they're using a lot now, and it actually kind of bugs me because I actually did a lot of reading on this the last couple of weeks because it really was intriguing. I saw a news reporter say, he said, I was just doing the was just doing the uh, the, the research on it and um, that there were, I don't remember what the number was, but percentage-wise, um, a teenager in America has a higher chance of getting shot than a soldier did in Iraq or or, or Afghanistan over the last, like, 10 years. Oh, yeah. And I was like, hold on, is that true? Yeah. We'll also come to find out America is the only country that qualifies gun by suicide by gun as gun violence. And so our data is actually mega skewed in comparison, which is why I'm glad that you brought up the fact that it's 4+, because that would not include a suicide. Yeah, these and guys, so America is the only one that does that. Does that. This one... Uh has something on suicides here. Suicides are collected through the CDC, but there's no, it's just an aggregate number. There's no detail because yeah. of privacy. Yeah. But um, as someone familiar with um, suicide and how people choose to do it, mm-hmm. there's a stat out there that if you can get, if you can delay suicide by like, I want to say it was three minutes, but even if you call it five, yep. Yep. that you're like 90%. Yeah, less likely to happen, you which see, could be five minutes of digesting pills. Sure, right, and that, yeah. so it just makes an argument for um, 
securing guns, laws that secure guns. Sure. Oh, and that's yeah. I'm not to say that's not the the one thing. Uh, uh, did you see the suicide hotline changed? Or they now it's a I don't remember what it is, but it's instead of the full number, it's like a three digit. number. I know that was, was in awesome. the process. So they finally I thought it became official. Yeah, we talked about that. Uh, let's see it was going it. to happen, but I saw something about it being official or or going. Last to be time soon. I heard, it sounded like it was going to take way longer than something like that should take it, to do. It feels like it should be done overnight. <laughs> oh, I mean, something like a suicide hotline. Who's going to be like, oh, eight zero zero? Like <laughs> yeah. it's long. Yeah, nine eight eight. Yeah, nine eight eight. Yeah. That's so cool. it makes sense. I mean, you should have that kind of thing. So anyway, you are. A teacher in the public school system. Correct. I'm future assistant to the vice principal. Or how did we? Vice pr- assistant, assistant to the vice principal. Assistant, 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 assistant to the assistant vice principal. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I talked about on last show how I actually emailed Quinn's principal yeah. about securing the door to the office, which is the only unlocked door. And he emailed me right away and said, it's actually been budgeted. We just have to Good for him. get it installed. Yep. Um, which he said it should be done by the beginning of next school year. Yeah. But nice. tell us what... Uh, what you have going on? What you, well, what's been put in place? I just, I mean, I like as I listened to that episode, I just kept thinking, like, I wonder if the average person knows to what extent teachers and educators as a whole are going through every day to try and help prevent these things, mm-hmm. right? And that because, like, both physically and then also like the mental and emotional aspect of what we do as educators. Yeah. And so, um, so I'm so so true context. So I've been a special education teacher for the last six years. I've run the special education department for the last four, and I'm currently next year going to be um, – it's an administrative intern is the term they use, which to the rest of the world, I'm an assistant principal. On the books financially, I'm still a teacher <laughs> because they can – and then if they like me, then I can I can get an approval from my principal, and then, and then I can apply to be a full-time assistant principal. If they don't, and, they don't have to demote you. I do, well, yeah, I can stay as intern <laughs> for another year. Sometimes, and it's possible you'll stay as an intern for sometimes a more than a year because if there's just no openings and there's no openings right. or whatever but so, you're paid but i'm paid yeah, yeah i'm paid as a i'm paid my normal wage plus a little bit more but uh so anyway so just some context i think so like our school was built uh so i was at, I was at a school called clearfield high school and it was uh now the second oldest school in the district and they did not think about these things when they built schools in the 70s no there are doors everywhere you have to go outside of one building to go into the next building right. yeah, it's it's incredible it's like they just definitely didn't think it through and so when we're talking like security like how do we block all these doors what can you possibly do because you have to go into the gym which is out the building out across the 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 the, the parking lot i mean so if someone wanted to come do? in they could just they could just do that yeah right. so then it was like all right so we have every door locked for uh for the whole day except for one door that goes to the to the front office but it doesn't even go into the front office it goes into the front foyer which can then get you into the office so they had to put these like ma- the, the magnetic locks on all the doors right. with a key code a key card so all teachers have a key card that can buzz in and get in and then at that front door you have to push the button and then there's a camera and the camera then goes to the main office and then they're like hey what are you here for and if it's a student the student has to show a badge and if it's like a parent then they have to explain why and then they come into the office so like we start we started this process like three years ago and it just became official this year so then um then you can put in the schedule so it'll unlock all doors five minutes before the bell rings and then lock all doors five minutes after the bell rings right so there's still a lot of openings that are potentially there i wish they could just lock when they shut you know uh, yeah they do they do so okay. like so like if if I were to key in on one of any of the doors and then the moment it clicks behind me it's done until like until somebody okay. else keys in but like they but they can't 
they have to open up all the doors for like class exchange. Oh right? yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's that's what we're saying when we do that. So um, but even then, so it's it's like interesting because we can do everything we want to do, but this like mind blowing thing that was brought up that I hadn't really thought of is every year, uh, at least once. I think we did it th- two to three times this year. Um, I want to say legally we have to do it twice now that I'm thinking about it. So we'll do active shooter drills, right? So as a school, we'll all be told a day before in advance or two days before in advance, hey, everybody, just so you know, during third period, at the end of third period, we're going to not move into the next class. We're going to announce a lockdown. So what we do is everybody has to shut the lights off, lock the door, get the kids as far away from the from the front door or far away from windows. Do you, have the, do you have the tape? We have magnets, so my door stays locked all the time. Or what? Are, what are you talking about? Like the about? tape that defines it's the line where someone could see through the window. Oh no, I don't. We talked about no. that um, when I when we talked about Parkland a couple of years ago. That they they used in some schools they were putting down like masking tape, which like behind that line you couldn't see through the d- window yeah. of the door. No, I don't have that. I have what I was. I thought you were talking about. So my door stays locked all the time. All of our doors stay locked all the time, and they give us these magnet strips mm-hmm. that go in front of the door, so that it'll like you pull it open and close all the time. But then if they come over and they say lockdown, lockdown, you just have to walk over, pull the magnet, and shut the door. And so you're not like fumbling for keys and trying to lock your door and stuff like that. So, um, so we do that on all the doors. How, so um, how long would that take you? To, so that would secure the door, like yep, no door, one could you couldn't push it. My door would be locked completely. Um, I. 20 seconds tops from like for me to walk from where my desk was to there pull the strip shut it you right. know not not it's like nothing at all um and so all the doors have that and then we have to go lights out phones off quiet dead silent and then they have a police officer they have multiple they'll, they'll probably have like six or seven police officers that will go around with either a counselor and administrator and they walk over and they will pound on your door Police, open up, open up, open up. Come, come, you're right, come to the door, come to the door. And you have to be silent. So you have to train the kids. Day one, we go through like active shooter drills. This is what we do. And then I refresh them every term at the beginning because you have kids that'll shuffle around. And so I'll say, it's like, this is a no joke time. Like, if we're going to do this in a drill, you have to be silent. No giggles, no nothing. This is for real. And the police officers, they do what they can to make it feel real, right? Police open up, open up, open up. And then I just tell the kids, like, shh, shh, don't say, don't say, don't talk, right? You have to sit there quietly. And then they'll unlock the door and they'll say, you know, good job. And then they move on to the next door. And you can hear them down the hall, boom, 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 boom. And they're just doing it for, you know, it takes probably 20 minutes to clear the whole yeah. building. Um, so we do that every, you know, about once a semester or so. And uh, it, it's just like, so I don't know, like, I just I don't know how, like, my wife came to me yesterday, actually, and she was like, all right, am I overthinking this? Do we need to get one of those bulletproof backpacks for Olivia because she's going to kindergarten next year. And I was like, I get why you think that. But I will tell you, as an educator in the system, no. No. Because I refuse to believe that we should all go to school with that kind of fear, especially knowing that the inside people are doing everything they can to try and prevent it. But here's the thing. Every one of these shooters the last couple of years – They've been through these active shooter drills. Right. They know what key people are being taught. Right. They know what the kids are being taught. Oh. And that was weird to me. That yeah. gives me chills to say that. Yeah. And so but Well, and it's not a pragmatic thing like like Quinn was just in kindergarten, right? And yeah. the first thing she does when she gets to school is takes her backpack off and hangs it on the hook. Exactly. You know? Yep. <laughs> like yep. so unless you're gonna it's wear a vest there. all day. Yeah. yeah. You know? It's not there. And then but another thing and it was like I thought I wanna kind of just like 
tell some of these stories to just say some of these you probably knew and you probably know that we do these things. But then there's also things out there that I don't think people know that I've watched happen live that is it was like the craziest out-of-body experience. The day after the shooting in Texas, I'm standing in the office, and we have our end-of-year assembly. We're going to have like a 1,000 kids in this auditorium, which post-COVID still feels weird. Right. <laughs> like, right. Which I say post-COVID. We're still like exploding. Still there, but yeah. But like post the shutdowns. Um, so, and I'm standing in the office, and uh, you guys ever hear of the Safe UT app? So yeah. in Utah, we have an app, and we encourage kids all the time to use it. Safe UT, it's an anonymous way to to give some sort of tip if something had happened and a student that i was aware of came through as um potentially suicidal thoughts and tendencies so they're like okay well let's let's call parents and let's see what's going on the um the one administrator jumps on the phone and she's like hey starts talking to the to the guardian and uh the other person comes running down the hall this other administrator and because I don't I don't have the access. I wasn't hired yet. I don't have the access to their side comes running down the hall. And he said it was a typo potential homicidal thoughts. Shit. And so then it was boom. And it was like, you're calling the police officer. You're you're, you're calling the local police for where the kid lived. You're going to and like you need to go get the school officer right now. Yeah. You're on the phone with where is he? And it was just like everything. And the principal was like, people are worried about so many things. I just need to make sure nobody dies today as he walked into his office and it was just like this very real moment of like, what the did I get myself into? (laughs) I'm going to be doing, but then it was also a comfort as weird as that is to know that there was a system in place that it was tipped and that it was all hands on deck and everybody had been trained and knew what to do. Right. No, I like, I, in principle, I hate active shooter drills, hundred percent, but you know, when I was in elementary, we did earthquake drills. Yep. You know, but, uh, like I would actually feel better if lockdowns were almost like a fire alarm in each classroom, like a button you'd push and all the doors would just lock. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm sure it would get pulled, just like a fire yeah. alarm gets pulled. Yeah, but Happens. I would feel better about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, because if <clears throat> you know, if uh, if you get shot from the hallway and you can't do it. Another teacher could hear the shot and hit the lockdown. It would lock your door for you. You know what yeah. I mean? They have something kind of like that in – there's a new elementary that was just built that I did my intern – like in pre-intern hours at before I graduated last year. But they have something like that where they have – theirs are like in pods, and they can shut down whole pods. All right. And so yeah. they can do something similar to that. But then – but the hard part is – and this is like even a bigger like can of worms – the education system as a whole is crumbling as right. far as financially. We we are – I can see exposed wires in my ceiling, <laughs> in my room, and I'm like, what are we going to do? We're going to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars to upgrade these systems. And it's just well, According to Ted hard. Cruz, it would be easy, right? Oh, freaking disgusting. But that's, that's why I called my, the principal and yeah, said, look, yeah. I will start a fundraiser yeah. and or just pay for it. Yeah, let's I can't imagine it it's that expensive for one door. One door. You know, so <laughs> – uh, but – yeah, I, I hear you. But it was just like I guess uh, you know, like I said, don't want to repeat myself too much. But I thought like I guess I, to me, my hope would be that if somebody is listening to this who has a kid who's going to school, I would hope that you would know, rest assured, every adult in that building is constantly thinking about this. I set my room up when I was teaching with this in mind. Right. I, it was it was it's constantly thought of. I always knew how many doors I had between me and the outside because I just that's just the way you think. 
right? I always had to think that way. It's terrible. It's, it is terrible, yeah. but it's the way that I I was trained to think that way. Like I was taught that, and then um and and then also and like boy, this is like. So the whole like we should arm teachers. I was just going to ask you like yeah. about yours and maybe the prevailing opinion amongst your colleagues. Don't like it's not so so Utah actually I like the way Utah does. I don't know if you guys know the Utah rule. So the Utah law is is that you are able to but you're not required to, right? And then so in Utah if you have a concealed carry you can carry as a teacher. It's it is a gun free zone except for if you're concealed carry. And I know teachers who do carry, and you're just not allowed to be off of your body. Period. That's Ever. that's the rule. Right. And I'm okay with that because assuming they've they've kept up on anyway, you're supposed to go through this concealed carry class. Like it's it's more than just like oh I just went and bought a gun and I keep it in my desk. What are right? The, Which is uh, what ninety percent of the teachers would do if we forced teachers to be armed. Right. You right. know. Do you know what the rules are for, um, like how how the gun operates? Like. Can it? Is it loaded? Is it three steps away? Do you know? In in Utah, it doesn't matter if you're concealed carry. You can be one in right. the chamber, ready to go. Like and so it's um, the same for teachers. If you open carry in Utah, it has to be two steps from fire, right? right? And so, but in in Utah, as a teacher, you can you can carry. So it's um, I'm okay with that. I'm a, I'm a pro gun person as a whole. This. I've I've reevaluated very deeply my thoughts on things over the last couple of weeks and months and even years, and I think I've I'm libertarian as a lot, but like I'm definitely not libertarian when it comes to guns because they're like, oh well, that's the consequence of guns. And I'm like, ah, hold on, that's right. too much. You have to. It's like as a libertarian, you still have to weigh the rights of victims, correct, with with the correct. rights of the people. Yeah, when your yeah. freedom overlaps my freedom, we have a conflict. Right. That's why we I have saw, some sort of government to help over, I, oversee. That. I saw a comment on TikTok. The guys like. Nope, I don't care if there's 5,000 uh, victims of gun violence. I'm not giving up my rights. I'm like, 5,000? There's way fucking more than 5,000. Yeah. There's been like 45,000 yeah. this year. Yeah, it's disgusting. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, to me, I look at it and I say, if a teacher wants to carry and they go through the process to carry, I'm fine with that. Um, and it is like it's it is a don't ask, don't tell kind of situation too. You don't have to tell anybody that you're I carrying. Don't, like, and I don't think I would want people to know that I carry. No, and as a as a parent, of a student, I wouldn't want my kid to see it. Like all these, all no. these recommendations of like armed guards. Yeah, I'm like at a fucking school. Yep. No, I don't. I don't. I don't want my daughter to go to school and some dude uh-huh. chilling with a vest. I know. And some like tactical smoke grenade. Right. With his hand on the, you know what I mean? Yeah, like we're not just going to school for war. Come on. Yeah. You know. Well, that's I posted on Facebook the day after the shooting of, and it actually got a lot of heat from. A buddy of mine and it really kind of bugged me because it was the point was totally missed it was like in my experience schools always have a full-time police officer but i had a part-time school psychologist and no social worker right <laughs> right so i mean let's talk about how we're spending our funds right and helping these well, you kids. keep preaching about mental health but won't do anything but you about won't do anything about it, about right. it. and yeah. by the way i do need another retraction this one wasn't my fault the uvalde it's police department fault. lied about the teacher who left the door open. Yeah. Oh, did they? Yeah. She she did have it propped, but she saw the shooter and kicked the rock and pulled the door closed. It didn't click. I it don't didn't think, latch right? locked, yep. according to the police department. Yep. Still, but at yep. least they walked. She got an attorney. This teacher got an attorney. Good for her to speak out on her behalf, saying, "I did not leave that door propped." They didn't even say whether or not he used that door. No. They they just said that that didn't it didn't lock properly when it closed. It was the most disgusting thing I've ever seen them trying to use that as the excuse. Like what about the fact that and I don't know what they've come down to, but the average number I've heard is 45 minutes but up to 90 minutes yeah. of sitting back and doing nothing. nothing. Well, whole disgusting. Or like in the hallway. Yeah. 
Yeah. Right. Or saving their own kids. <laughs> Which I heard uh, mixed reports on that story. Did you hear the of the he, cops saving uh, their own kids? Yeah. The, well, the one guy was uh, um, he. It was like. Well, I don't, he was he was off duty and he ran in. Sure, like so he wasn't like an on duty guy. This is what I heard. Either way, I, terrible. I don't blame them. No, right. But I also like there was a woman who is all over the news now. She ran in. That she was arrested. Yeah. and then they let her go and she ran in. Yep. You know. Um. So it's like, if you're if you get to do it, then they should be able to get to do it. Right. You know. Yeah. But the, so now we we still don't really know. <sighs> I haven't seen a definitive, like outline. Of what door he went in? Yeah, like the, you can see the there's a classroom drawing, but you're still like I don't know what that doesn't show me what door he went into to get inside the yeah. school. Yeah, but it, they yeah they totally just destroyed this woman's life. It was like there's like a major cover up situation yeah. happening. Like them. the Texas Department of Public Safety is at complete odds with the Uvalde Police Department. It's terrible man. So it, to me, it's like it, it totally. I used to be good guy with a gun over a bad guy with a gun. I used to be that guy. I used to be like yeah, which I still believe to be true. In this house right now, if somebody were to come try and push through your door, <laughs> right. right, and one of us happened to be carrying, that might be a reasonable argument. But you just had dozens of good guys with a gun standing there doing nothing with one bad guy with well, a gun. Your argument is now gone. I you continue. Can't. I mean, I said this on the last show. I continue to also think that let's say you were carrying, right? You get your door locked. You get the kids back in the corner. You're standing or sitting in front of them telling them to be quiet. And you're holding a gun. Correct. What it's are the chances of you getting shot? Terry. <laughs> right? Terry, yeah. When the cop breaks down that door. Correct. You know? Yep. And yep. if you're standing in front of the kids, what's the chance of one of them getting shot? Which there's also reports that sure. the Uvalde Police Department shot a kid sure. on accident. Yep. They yep. still haven't said whether or not that was true. Yeah, I would so. intentionally not stand in front of my kids. <laughs> right. I, I would. Not, not that I wouldn't. If you were armed. Right. Not that I wouldn't take a bullet for one of my kids. Sure. Right? Like, is my job to protect them? But uh, it's actually it's, – these are the things you think about. I actually think about that I would try and be the first thing they saw in an, effort to, to try and, yeah. an effort to try and break, you know, that Well, the other thing that's scary, like kids. some schools, it's brick walls and then, yeah. then a wood a solid wood door or uh-huh. metal. And some are like just that partition oh, stuff. It's like, yeah. well, they could shoot through that. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Have you seen the new Farmington High School down? Uh, uh, oh, yes. I've, I haven't been inside. Every classroom but. is – all glass it's three walls and then the fourth wall is pure glass wall is it mesh it's all it's it's uh they what is it tempered yeah it's tempered so it's not meshed they've done tests on it like to bash it would take forever to get through but but it's not bulletproof i don't it's not bulletproof Uh, way too expensive the fact that we have to the phone the moment i saw that new building and i was like that somebody could shoot right through that and I was like, that's a problem. I can't think. Right. Why am I thinking that way? It's so Whoa. bad. Well, you should be thinking that way. I know. Yeah, I know. Uh, yes. You shouldn't have to think that's that way. That's, yeah, that's the right way to put it. <laughs> I'm yeah. glad you do as a as an educator, but you shouldn't have to. Why Why right. are new schools being built that way? I feel like at this point we should be fortifying the schools more than worrying about aesthetics. Yeah, it's. I don't think it's even aesthetics. So the So the – educationally the reason why those are built that way is they have actually built it very unique so no teacher in this school has an actual classroom assigned to them they have offices that they go to and mm-hmm. very much like a like a 
a college kind of setting that kids will have like, oh, you go to history in C32. And so that teacher just goes to C32. And then that teacher will probably go to another classroom for their next period, which is which makes like it makes you feel like, oh, that's a waste of time. But if your first period class has 40 kids and your second period class only has 10, then they can go to a small conference room room for 10 and they could have another class use that big classroom. So with that said, and then it would be like in the middle of between these two classes or at the end of they'll have these huge common areas that have like uh, modular tables and desks that can all fit together. So they could be like, all right, you three are working on a project. You're going to you can go out in the hall and then the teacher can still see them through the classroom into this common area. And so so that's where they're thinking. And to be honest, like. I just I don't want to make new schools like prisons. No, I would rather say, you know, put the middle finger to people who are going to want to be jerks and say, no, we need to continue to use like research based education. Right. Right. And we're going to do that. And and then we need to try and fight some of this guns. If if somebody's going to want to kill somebody, they're going to find a way to do it. Let's just not make it as easy, right? <laughs> right. By letting that, by right. letting an eighteen-year-old have by freaking AR fifteen, right. like, yeah, like we really, can make it harder. Yeah, really, yes, you yeah. can make it harder. I really don't understand why this is such an issue. We we make people wait till they're twenty-one to drink and, and to buy a handgun, smoke. Correct. In most states, you and, have to be twenty-one. Um, why? How is this infringing on anybody's rights? Eighteen-year-olds are <laughs> dumb, man. Yeah. They are so stupid. So because everybody <laughs> takes it to an extreme. Because Canada is just proposing that all handguns are going to be completely illegal, so everybody is goes, well, that'll be America. They're like, well, well, first let's of all, fight that battle when it comes. First of all, would that be that bad? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, why would that be that bad? Right. They're know. banning they're banning handguns, and he's making magazines no larger than five. Yeah. Right. It's like, I, and this is where I think like like we I will disagree. Like, I, I don't think having guns as a whole as a society makes it a bad society. I think that the availability makes it a problem. And so, like, I, I do disagree with banning them as a whole. Not that we're going to fight our government and win by any means. When that's no. the whole, like, and anybody, anytime anybody is like, see, it's a well-regulated militia. I'm the, and you're like, no, you are not, right? The National Guard is, right? Sure, the right. Utah yeah. National Guard is that regulated right. militia that you're referencing. No, I mean, but overall, but, overall you could make the argument that, more guns make a society less safe. By and large, what type of guns? <laughs> Any gun. I don't. I don't know that I would agree with that. Most. Like, they're more that available. Of a statement. They're more available for suicide. They're more available for, uh, for homicide. They're more available for accidents. You know what I mean? I. I think. I mean. I don't want to like get into like a, you know how how it's phrased. But is it more guns or is it the availability of those guns? Like, are you talking about, like, uh, storage rules, storage laws? Could be storage rules. It could be you have to be 21 or older and pass a certain set of, like, you There's, know, to become a driver, you have to you have to pass these certain you Have know, you come across the guy like on TikTok like, who has the, the giant Excel sheet for all the states for, like, nah. so many demographics? Uh-uh. Like, everything you can think of, right? Yeah. Um, but he often gets asked about guns, and he can simply just sort it by state, and you can see how the prevalence of guns lines up with more gun deaths. Sure, you know. Um, so, I mean, I I think it's I think it's fairly easy to say that more guns make a society less safe. Okay, you know, like it, if there's more, then it's less safe. So I don't, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like I said. Even if you just even if you just looked at suicide, mm-hmm. 
right? Just, just look at suicide. If you if you can give someone just a three to five minute cool down period, sure. When they either take pills or drink poison or whatever it is they're doing, right? If you, if you don't give them time, just enough time to load a gun, they're probably going to succeed, especially if they're male, right? So it's just no, I get it, and I, and that's where like I have a hard time having a strong stance because I get. I, I'm 100% on the same page with, with the premise behind what you're saying because it is it is hard to argue against. The only argument I have against it is like, so you hear stuff like in um, in Australia, right, with a whole gun guy, buyback and blah, blah, blah. Um, there, was, there was a spike in violent crime after that, right? It wasn't gun-related, but it was violent crime. Sure. So it's like if people are going to hurt people regardless, right? Now, it's just the level that they can hurt them is going to sure. change. No, yeah. And I agree with and so I'm, I'm getting both sides of no, that. No, yeah, there was a guy who commented on one of my videos mm-hmm. on TikTok that said, if you take all the guns away, then all the bad people will just have knives and cars. And I said, if you can't honestly see how that's better, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. then you're, then I don't know, this, yeah. is, a, this is a dumb argument. I shouldn't yeah. be talking to you. Yeah, I agree. I you agree. know, you can't kill, you, you could kill 19 kids with a knife. Yeah. Be a lot harder. <laughs> yeah, no. I would just like to see people make both arguments at once, right? Because it feels like everywhere you go, you're either hearing, "Well, we need to restrict guns," and then, and then on the right, they're like, "Well, it's not the gun; it's the person." And we're just like, "What if you're both right?" Absolutely. Right? What if? What if we all just said, "Hey, let's increase mental health awareness. Let's make it." basically free to go to college for if you want to be a therapist or a psychologist because at this point that's it's very popular levels it is very right? popular right now uh <laughs> to be fair though i feel like most democrats are pro mental health and pro restricting guns oh i don't disagree with you that. know yeah i just uh yeah but, but then but then all i hear and maybe it's just who i'm who i'm listening to um but all i hear is the is the push for the get rid of the guns or make it harder right, right? and i'm not hearing the that well, here's this bill to restrict guns, as well as this bill to right. Like, listen, like, there's two. I'm it feels sh- like I'm only here. I'm I mean, I mean, sure it's that, probably out there, but I'm just. I'm pretty sure the Democrats have proposed bills for mental health, and the yeah. Republicans reject it. It's disgusting because it's because it's, it's Biden. If Trump had proposed it, he probably would have passed. Probably right. So. Um, it's just disgusting. But I think that. Uh, <laughs> This, this is. I mean, let's okay. Let's go back. Oh, back, I was gonna, back. sorry. I was, okay, uh, go ahead. My my thought was that generally. This argument ends at the Second Amendment, right? Yep, yep. Which is for a well-regulated militia. That's an, it's a semantical argument. Yep, yep. And then um, to fight tyranny, right? Yeah. And then, but, and then the right to bear arms shall not be infringed. Right. That's the that last line is the one that they all right. hold on to. But you're not, like you said, you're not. Uh, I feel like the argument generally ends here. People don't continue past this point that you're not going to beat the United States military with yeah. any gun. Yeah. Yeah, you know, unless you also believe that citizens are entitled to tanks and <laughs> personnel well, carriers, and why aren't they like this? <laughs> I don't know. I was, but would you be okay? It's like these dudes in Idaho that just I, got arrested. I've there got are dudes my, who believe that you should be okay with that. I've got my F thirty five on back order, right. <laughs> just waiting on components from yeah. China. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. It's it, it is hard because then then Biden does this. I've heard this a lot. Right, he's just like, well. The founding fathers didn't think that it didn't think you should be able to own a cannon. Like, well, that's actually not true. People, the average person, could buy a cannon back then when they wrote in there that you should be able to have. Arms, right. right. Like, but like, I mean, privateers sure, were a thing. Pretty sure you can buy a cannon now, but you have sure. to get a permit. Yeah, yeah, and that, that's where and that's where <laughs> yeah, I'm my at cannons with it. Like, on back order. Why is it easier for a 16 year old to drive a car 
uh, on the freeway, ninety something miles an hour, right? Like, like we should, right. like we should make it as hard, if not harder, right, to get a gun than it is to like, like I think, I think the idea behind like a driver's license is very much. I'd like to see it move in that direction. Sure, right? I, I like agree. if you want to have a gun, that's fine. You have to check off A, B, C, and D. It would be, and a be step. this age. Yes, yes. My my father in law owns to see that owns a gun shop, right? It's a pawn shop. They do yeah. rentals and he sells guns. You know, and they don't they. They won't sell to anyone without a background check. Good, you know, Good. I'm like, awesome. That yeah. should be a law. Yep. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But well, I, the thing I haven't heard yet from uh, people who are opposed to gun control, on typically on the right, is what what they believe the actual reason is for the mass shootings in America. Why are they so much more? Are we are do they do they think that Americans are just more mentally ill generally? I haven't I haven't heard that That's a good point a, a, a reason for that right because mm-hmm. you can't argue with the stats we've had 262 mass shootings no one else comes close even per capita mm-hmm. you know not, and not even like Iraq sure you know <laughs> so what what is the what's the reasoning behind that I I have yet Spencer you heard an argument as to why video games and Eminem. <laughs> but I mean, well, Eminem no. is a is a platinum artist worldwide. No, and video games it's, are also. It's yeah. all about rap <laughs> yeah. and video games. Here's well, here's here's an argument that I have heard, and I think that there's some validity to it. And I haven't actually followed up on this specific kid from th- from Texas, but um, it had said so. He had just killed his grandma, right? Where's mom and dad? It's a good question. I couldn't figure that out. So I feel like there's so much information we don't have. Sure, exactly. Was so, he living with grandma? I don't know. And if he was, what kind of trauma has this kid been through with the fact that he's that he's so far gone that he's going to kill grandma when mom and dad aren't in the picture, right? So the argument being from the right is is the moving away from kind of a core family of like the value that is by and I won't even I won't even say gender two parent solid household and the value behind that i think is but i think there's a good point there, there are to have divorces a in other countries sure too. i'm not saying that but i think that we're actually higher than everywhere else and sometimes be worth sometimes up. suicide yeah. bombers blow themselves up and then the kids don't have dads too sure <laughs> sure get a little dark trying to, i'm trying to quickly <laughs> see I, oh it was such a light topic to uh, begin yeah, with yeah. so she's well, uh, she's actually alive still she can't talk Oh really? Grandma. Oh, I didn't okay. know that. Uh, Man, why? I feel like we're missing. Like, there's the, a lot we're missing. Yes, a lot. Well, it feels like a lot of people who made a lot of mistakes don't want to say anything, right? Yeah. And that's and that's one of the things. But that to me is, and I think that there's a very good conversation here, and 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 regardless of of religious and regardless of even political leanings that I may have, I don't even care about having a conversation of a good mom and a good dad. I just think the value that we are we placing as a society value on raising kids as a community in a household that has two strong parents? Because I'll tell you, as uh, sometimes feeling like a single dad with a wife who just started a business, right? <laughs> I am maxed out emotionally and mentally. If I could, I couldn't imagine raising my grandkids after having raised my kids. And like, are, are they getting any good, solid teaching and intervention at home? And I think that there's an argument or conversation to be had there. But is that the reason? I don't know. Is it a reason? I think yes. I think that, uh, I mean, it, it's worth looking into. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that he was living with grandma because. Yes, I believe so. Um, it was a neighbor who said he got in an argument with grandma and shot her in the jaw. Um, let's see, Ramos 
also faulted the boy's mother. What is this? School shooter's dad blames his mom. Blames See? His ex-wife. See, there you go. Father. Everyone's blaming everybody. Everybody's blaming everybody because nobody took responsibility for this kid to raise this kid because I you genuinely. Know why? Because kids ruin everything. Kids <laughs> circle back. To the- <laughs> so his dad, his dad met, uh, was on the Daily Beast and said, I just want the people to know I'm sorry for what my son did. I heard that one. Uh, he should have just killed me instead of doing things that he did to someone else. Um, his son also called Sal. Oh, his name's Salvador, right? Shot his grandmother in the face, uh, drove away with her car before running the truck into a ditch. And then the story from there. Because I'll tell you, as, a, as an educator for the last six years and interacting with a lot of parents, there is a lot of conversations had daily about who's to blame for their kid's behavior. And almost never do the parents take it. They always uh, – it has been exhausting to just sit there and go, oh, I'm the only one who cares about your kid's education here, right? Because it's two parents are yelling about each other or they're saying that the school system failed them. They're like, well, they don't come to class. How could the school system have failed them if they've sloughed <laughs> 20 out of the 22 periods right, for this class period? And so there, I, I just think that there's something there to that conversation anyway. Yeah. And if he's blaming – if dad's blaming mom, Ramos also faulted the boy's mother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, listen, listen, this guy just went through something traumatic. He probably shouldn't sure. be talking to the Daily Beast, but sure. he does say uh, he blamed his mother for not buying him more school supplies and clothes. Said his son was bullied at school for wearing the same high water jeans every day and that this was the reason he ultimately dropped out. Hmm. Um, it confirmed that he had been bullied in middle His other students, he had been bullied in middle school for a speech impediment. Um, Former coworkers and others said they knew he had an aggressive streak, and his internet history pointed to someone all too happy, um, boasting about guns and mass bloodshed. I still can't find out whether or not yeah, he's living that's there. That's fine. Um, well, anyway, that's the only argument I've heard from the other side, and I and I think there's something there. So it's worth looking into. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you can look into stats for um, a divorce and just uh, single parent aggression, households yeah, or yeah. aggression in general. Yeah, but. Uh, well, it's nice to know what teachers are doing in Utah. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I know that teachers care. Sure. Obviously, more than the police. Most teachers are actually way. in it for the money. 100%. From what <laughs> the I fame. hear. I get a little fame and yeah, notoriety. Of yeah. Well, if you're in the Davis <laughs> County School District, then you're probably going to get on the news at some point yeah, for some reason. That's probably true. And, and the, for the um, record, to everybody listening, that's what I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> I, we got some more topics. Let's take a break, though, and we can talk about them. Okay, we cool. Back. Uh, when we come back... That didn't work. It was supposed to. When we come back, I don't know. I've got random headlines somewhere, and it looks like we got something about Louis Gohmert. Oh, yeah. What an idiot. (laughs) Anyway, all that and, well, maybe more. I don't know. There's no way to know who we can trust. So what do we do now? There's only one thing we can do. We have to get guns. Guns? It's the only way for us to be safe. Kyle, even if we thought it could help protect us, how are we all going to get our hands on guns? All right, cool, we got guns. So now what? Maybe we should stand up on a stick. I already feel a lot safer. This is the Take Podcast. We interrupt your regularly scheduled program to bring you these random headlines. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Hey, by the way, you can find us at the Arctic Pod on Facebook, Instagram, 
Twitter and TikTok. I did try and figure out how to go live, and I had to message TikTok because the button's not showing up. What did they say? Nothing yet. So like, I can go live on the, my phone, but I want to go live from our from our setup here so we can all be on, right? Right. That's not working on my computer. So I'm, I've seen people go. Well, well, I know you can. There's there's a bunch of like uh, tutorials, but there's there's clearly a button not showing up on our profile that should be. Huh. So message away. Maybe we'll go live at some point. Maybe. All right. Found some random headlines here. Waiting for my internet to pull up. A giant dog wandered into a Dollar General store in Florida. Everything happens in Florida. Yeah. Even especially giant dogs. It's <laughs> um, like Beethoven. I thought it was a great Dane. Let's see here. That would be bigger. The Brandon Police Department said the giant dog, a 135-pound canine. Holy crap. It's a big dog. Oh, it is a Beethoven. It is a big dog. Hey, look, uh, the police actually went in. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Too soon. At least they didn't go in shooting. Oh, God. Uh, yeah. Jeez. Um, they wandered it. This dog wandered into the Dollar General store, and employees initially decided to let the animal go about his business <laughs> as he wasn't disturbing any merchandise or other customers. The employees called the police at closing time because the dog had been inside the store for several hours <laughs> and was showing no signs of leaving. Police shared body camera footage on Facebook. Wow, that's the fastest they they've ever released it. They didn't yeah. turn it off? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it it fell off, off of yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. The department said the police were able to identify the dog as a canine named Bentley oh, and geez. reunited the pet with his owner. Bentley's dad realized that he was say missing. They identified the dog as a canine? A canine named Bentley. Doesn't that implied when you say dog? Yeah. Okay. There's not. There's not a difference between a dog and a canine, not right? That I know <laughs> of. I don't know. I mean, uh, sadly, they had to euthanize the dog. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> That's, well, have you ever you worked retail before? Yeah, yeah you worked yeah. retail. You worked retail before. Yeah. I've, who would let a dog just wander in a store for hours? There's I a lot of people afraid of dogs out there. Uh, well, 135 pounds. When giant. I was working at right. Smith's, we I had a dog come in the store a couple times. For hours? No, we yeah, exactly. we'd, we'd shoo him out. But I mean, you had to get rid of the blind guy first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we'd shoo him out, and then we look around the corner, and there's, "Have you seen my dog?" <laughs> like, oh, give me your cane. <laughs> <laughs> You're out of here too. Is that a weapon? It's unruly. That's ridiculous. So yeah, be be on the watch for canine dogs. That is kind of weird that they let it just wander. Has so many videos of Amazon delivery people uh-huh. scared of dogs. Yeah, a lot just, of people. A lot of people are scared of dogs. Like irrational. I don't know. I growing up, I had a couple friends that were full on mauled by dogs. Different friends. Well, they're yeah. they're kind of weird about dogs. Quinn, Quinn has a friend who's she's uh, she's eight years old now, but she was she was mauled when she was like two. Yeah, it can happen. It's scary. Well, the, my wife, who's a vet, she'll say all the time, she's like, pit bulls are not the thing she's most scared about to go treat. Chihuahuas. Little, little oh, tiny, yeah, they little, just, man. She's been bitten by those. Get a hold of your finger. Animal. Yeah. 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 Oh, I've, I've seen this. Got the yeah. chihuahua on your finger. <laughs> uh, a show at the newly opened Avengers campus at Disney California Venture, Venture was out of commission for a few hours when a web-slinging robotic Spider-Man 
went off course and crashed. Who says Spider-Man? Spider-Man. It's his name. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sp- Spider-Man the Spider-Man. David Spider-Man. Okay. Uh, visitors to the attraction captured video Thursday when the Web Slingers, a Spider-Man adventure show, ended prematurely because of... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Is this it right here? Is this? Yeah, the, yeah. You're looking at the same thing. I've, I mean, I've seen a lot of videos of this because he looks so real. Yeah, and I, he's like, "Save me, save me," or something like that. Are you playing something? Yeah. yeah. I, I, I want to see. Is this the actual crash? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just hammers the building. Oh, what is this building made of? <laughs> Apparently cardboard. <laughs> I think it's all a prop. I don't think it's like a legit okay. building. It's it's like a display. That they do. It's a facade, yes. if you will. Yes. A, f- a facade. So, I mean, it, it do- have you ever seen the actual videos you know of this You know why working? that's so funny? It does funny. look like a, a it, real person. It's so yeah. funny because it looks like a real person. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> but you can laugh because it's not. Because it's not, yeah. Except for the little kids there who are like, Spider-Man's <laughs> our hero. <laughs> like, Spider-Man's dead! Time to go home, kids. <laughs> also, if we can build human-sized Spider-Man robots... Why do we still have soldiers? Why don't we just send Spider-Man over to fight in Ukraine? Because our American government doesn't truly care about human lives. <laughs> That's absolutely true. Spider-Man, <laughs> Spider-Man are much more expensive. Than... Dude, honestly, probably <laughs> so. It's more. It's more. It's a lot cheaper for them to say they'll pay for college for people in poor communities than it is to build animatronic soldiers. Uh, and this is—is is that too deep? Too fast? Is yeah. that? Is that a little? <laughs> this is a real? a uh, a film studio. Yeah, you know, they don't work for the government. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> They'll hold on to these secrets. <laughs> uh, a Disneyland representative said repairs were made, and the show resumed later in the afternoon. Oh, a yeah. video tweeted by the Disneyland News Today blog shows a Spider-Man robot swinging to the top of the building as intended after being repaired. However, the robot was euthanized and was replaced. <laughs> with replaced by a dog. Yeah. <laughs> no. A canine dog. A canine, canine dog. <laughs> a dog that they later found out was a canine. A canine named Bentley. <laughs> all the wordy. stories tied in together here. Yeah, that's, that's weird. I'm still weirded out by that. From now on, every story we talk about for the rest of this has to be at the ending with a euthanasia. <laughs> and it was put down. <laughs> Let's go back to the Mike Lee. An Indiana man. <laughs> an Indiana man who noticed some unusual lumps in a catfish, <laughs> reeled in by his friend, said he was cleaning the catch at home when he discovered the contents of its stomach included a phallic adult toy. <laughs> it's all, it's blurred. Hang on, let me. I just saw, I just saw the headline. I can't, I can't handle it. Richard Kazar, I'm seen, uh, guessing that's how you say that, said he and his friend John Hoop went, <laughs> Richard and Hoop went fishing on his boat in the Lawrenceburg area when Hoop reeled in his first ever blue catfish. We noticed when we got it in the boat that its stomach was huge. Because <laughs> it, it swallows. <laughs> well, I'm, I, I'm amazed. They had to the euthanize guy. it. They had to euthanize it? Yeah, yeah. Well, Richard doesn't go by dick, unfortunately. <laughs> even better. Kessler said he initially thought the fish may have swallowed some eggs or smaller creatures, but he later pushed on the catfish's belly and felt two hard objects that did not feel like normal fish food. Kezer said he and Hoop took the fish back to his house for cleaning. Who eats catfish? We decided to cut it open, and we found the foam ball part of the fish and the other object. What, the foam ball? It was two objects. 
One was one was a just ball. a foam ball. It was probably a was, ball gag for right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's better than the joke I was going to say. <laughs> you win. The other object was a phallic sex toy. Can we just call it a dildo? Yeah, a a dildo. phallic sex they... toy. Uh, a phallic suck. So- uh, uh, a a lip, dildo used uh, for uh, sex. A flaccid, <laughs> a flaccid sex toy. <laughs> I love how they blur it on these websites. The yeah. He posted photos of the fish's unusual snack. I have no idea how or why it ended in the river. Kessler said his three-year-old daughter was helping clean the fish. Oh no! <laughs> and he and his wife had to quickly avert her gaze. The fish. Whatever. She's like. Whoa. <laughs> it turns out the fish knew it was going to die from this, so it just grabbed onto the first hook it saw. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't think I was supposed to swallow that. Put me out of my misery. <laughs> uh, I don't think that was a real phallus. When it came out, <laughs> when it came out, John. <laughs> John. Who's John? Wait, where When did it John came come out, from? John, my wife and I started laughing. My, my wife immediately covered my daughter's eyes and turned her away from it, which is also what happened when Hoop came out. So wait, so Richard on, is married to John, no, the wife. When it came out, oh, John, is it Joan or John, John, J J O N is John, right? Yeah, it's John. So Dick and John found it, a phallic penis. When, when it came out, <laughs> in John. a fish, a phallic shaped penis, phallic shaped, yeah, however <laughs> they said it. Holy crap, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's unfortunately weird. the fish had to be euthanized. Yeah. <laughs> And so did the phallic sex so, toy. So, yeah. Some uh, latex or vinyl poisoning. Also, at Bert's Bait Shop, <laughs> they have a new line to catch the bluegill uh, catfish. Uh, I think you can imagine what they're... Uh, it's a new master bait line. Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. That was, that was... It was rich. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was hoop and rich. Ah, and, that's right. And John. Yeah. And John. <laughs> Uh, is that it? That's it. That's it for random headlines. Yeah. Unless right, you want to uh, get the mystery machine from Scooby Doo, which is listed on Airbnb. So I don't know. No, let's listen to uh, Louis oh, Gomert make a f- ass out of himself. That shouldn't be too hard. Uh, let's make sure volume is working here. Bluetooth. Maybe. Republican. Okay, here we go. If you're a Republican, you can't even lie to Congress or lie to an FBI agent or they're coming after you. They're going to bury you. They're going to put you in the D.C. jail and terrorize and torture you. Okay. (laughs) So this is Louis Gohmert saying how nowadays you can't lie to the FBI. Or to Congress. Or to Congress. What the hell? Back in my day. Isn't it weird how some representatives you just hear about over and over, over. again. Well, it's because yeah. they're really, really, really stupid. It's amazing. Yeah. There's so many representatives that fly under the radar. That, Term limits. That don't do anything. <laughs> and then there's Marjorie Taylor Greene and Louis Gohmert, who are some of the stupidest people in America. Like, if this was my representative and he was a Democrat, yeah, I'd be like, I'm not. I can't vote for that well, guy. Well, it makes it so much harder. As a person who typically leans Republican in voting, I just see some of the stuff. I'm like, why? Why do you have to have an R next to your name? Please, like, you don't <laughs> represent me. Now, with that said, I am not defending this guy. He with totally that made said, an ass I will himself. be voting for yeah, Louis Gohmert next year. I can't wait until Trump is on the next ticket. Uh, because <laughs> <laughs> because but, forest fire. What? Oh no, he wanted. What did he? He wanted to move the. 
He wants to move the uh, rotation of the moon or something. Oh, Louis, he? that's right. Yeah. Can't we what put some? Can't we put some rockets on there? And yeah, yeah, yeah. He wants to move it out change a the bit. orbit of the moon <laughs> to help with the the I forest mean, fires. And I mean, in theory, sir. Jewish space lasers <laughs> and. There's a little bit of context needed here. I don't know if there you're was not on, on that. There was not any context in, in all. But when, when with what he was talking about was in reference to a Democrat or somebody who's a representative who's more Democratic leaning, who they think got off on a lot of lies. And so what he's saying is, is Republican can't lie. And I'm like you, you, <laughs> your point is way lost in the stupidity of what you said. Right? That that's I mean, yeah. Because when you you I, you guys sent this and I listened to it and I was like, no freaking way. Like there's <laughs> there's got to be more. And there is, but it doesn't help that much. Right, right. So there are a few lingering issues of intolerance. So I just found this. I'm curious. America, but there's one bright spot out there, and that's gay rights. In just a few short years, we've seen legalized same-sex marriage. The end of Don't Ask, Don't Tell, and, and, and the mainstream acceptance of brunch. But <laughs> this is like, this is like Stephen's first couple shows Not here. Everyone has been won over. Take Texas Congressman and soft-boiled egg Louis Gohmert. <laughs> <laughs> Recently. On the floor of Congress, Gomert tackled the pressing issue of gays in space. This is 2016. Yeah. You're wanting to save humankind for posterity. Basically, a modern-day Noah. Okay, we've got a spaceship that can go as Matt Damon did in the movie, <laughs> plant a colony somewhere. Oh, if gosh. you could decide what. 40 people you put on the spacecraft that would save humanity, how many of those would be same-sex couples? Oh, I know that one. I know that one. Why is he allowed to talk? That's unreal. Why there's so many space things with him? Yeah, he's really into <laughs> he must space. Be, he must be kind of like a, a I, nerd. I don't think he represents Houston. <laughs> do not do not let him watch the new Star Treks because they are chuck full of gay people. I don't <laughs> right. know. So was The Expanse <laughs> yeah. in the books anyway. I haven't watched yeah. the series yet. Well, that that's actually interesting because it's like people talk, you know, this is a stupid thing. What he said is stupid. But then it feels like there's not a whole lot of people that talk about the stupid stuff that Biden says. Did you hear him on Jimmy Kimmel this last week? Mm -mm. He was like, when was the last time you saw a same sex or, or a biracial couple on TV? And I was like every freaking day like when is the last no. time this guy watched tv probably like, not like, very often yeah, i don't think he watches as much as he's trump so out of so i love lucy yeah yeah i mean i hope he doesn't louis gomer idiot man it's a gay people in space get out of here uh here's another idiot republican ryan <laughs> kelly a republican running for governor in michigan who was at the Capitol during the January 6th attack, was arrested at his home in Allendale, Michigan, on Thursday morning, As according to been. a special agent with the FBI. FBI agent described Mr. Kelly's actions in a filing to court, saying at one point Mr. Kelly appeared to use his phone to film the crowd assaulting and pushing past U.S. Capitol Police. Uh, he also used his hands to support another rioter, was pulling down a metal barricade, and that he gestured to the crowd, consistently indicating that it should continue moving forward to the entrance of the Capitol. This is where the story gets good, right? Yeah. Mr. Kelly was able to be identified in part because what he wore on January 6th was similar to the outfit he wore at <laughs> the American Patriot Council Judgment Day rally in Lansing, Michigan uh, in May 2020. And here's what he was wearing. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> what is that guy doing down there? 
Is a hat really close to his groin? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, what's going on there? <laughs> right here. So, yeah. is this... that why he's all excited? Oh yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Finally! Uh, oh jeez. Yeah, he... yeah, what is he wearing? Hat it's... backwards, sunglasses. So, had he worn a different outfit to the Judgment Day rally, he might not have been caught. Well, y- you got to have a riot. You know, outfit right. that you wear to all <laughs> your riots. And uh, honey, we've got my riot outfit. I got a plans this weekend. So he was charged <laughs> with several misdemeanors. Did you guys watch the Thursday primetime not for TV event? Oh, Actually, it's totally it was for, for TV. TV. Absolutely. <laughs> I love it. I didn't watch the whole thing, no. Uh, but it's just going to. The January 6th stuff. It's yeah. just going to keep yeah. getting better, too. My favorite part was when they were interviewing. Uh, Proud Boys or or people former Proud Boys or whatever that were talking about why they did it, and they said things like, "Well, Donald Trump had just done so much for us, and he asked us to come, and that you know he did so much for us, so that's the least we could do for him." Like, what did he cure your cancer? <laughs> what do you, what did he do for you? What 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 are you talking about? You think they did he come and personally like pay off your mortgage? Like, what happened? He banned your bump stock. Tell you that. Why like really, what 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 has any president really done for anybody in the that's, last That's usually right. my argument when it comes to presidents is like how much did Donald Trump truly impact my life on the day to day basis? Not no. that much. These local local politics yeah. are so much more important. And they all and they get significantly less turnout. Right. That's what I was gonna say about the last guy you were just it's a perfect when we say like how do these clowns keep getting elected? It's a perfect example about why it's so important to get more people involved because the average person doesn't care. If right. it doesn't impact what's going on, like what they could talk about at their dinner table, they right. don't care. Right. Yeah. And he's usually the president has a giant policy yep. agenda, whether yep. or not it goes into effect Correct. at all. You know? It's frustrating. Uh, Missouri Court of Appeals is ordering an insurance juggernaut, Geico, to pay a woman $5.2 million in damages after being infected with HPV during intimate activities that took place in an insured person's vehicle. The woman initiated a claim with Geico in February 2021 after learning that she'd contracted the sexually transmitted infection from a partner who knew but did not disclose his status. Since the incident in question happened in her partner's car, she argued that his liability insurance was responsible for damages. A settlement was reportedly offered to Geico, whose lawyers declined. The woman's partner was found liable, and the arbitrator approved an award of $5.2 million in damages to be paid by the insurer, despite requests by Geico for a new hearing. (laughs) Wait. How does that? I mean, she had sex in the car. No, I I get, I understand all that, but does your homeowner's insurance cover that if it happens in your house? I would say this sets a precedent. Yeah, I would literally I was just going to say the same thing. There's precedents there. Who's got HPV? They won't tell you. You, you can't know. You can't know. I just want to see if I can sue somebody's homeowner. Is for five point two million? Yeah, but you have to. You can't know they have HPV. Mm. Otherwise, oh, you're right. you're responsible. Yeah. So I just need to like hook up with his. This mini. sounds like a scam. This just sounds like a setup. It does, yeah. That's a weird. That's Isn't that so funny? weird. It's <laughs> so weird, man. <laughs> Ridiculous. Oh man. Well, that's all I had for uh, stupid uh, stupid things. Stupid things. I did. New segment. Oh, stupid things. I don't things. have any sounders for it. That's all right. Jake, <laughs> you got anything else you want to talk about? I think we've talked a lot. I don't. We know. have. I really don't think. Well, it's been fun. It has been fun. Thanks for having me back. That was quick. Fourth time. That was quick. We've been here for... The second half was quick. Oh, yeah. Second half was quick. It's usually quick. That's what she said.
We can start taking breaks earlier if you want. No, I don't care. <laughs> I've got a rumble in my gumble anyway, and uh, something something's about to go down. Well, if you have any funny uh, T-shirt ideas of of colloquial phrases that are used wrong, <sighs> yeah, you gotta find like a bull in a china shop. I've never heard that. I just made it up. That's oh, why. Okay. That's, yeah, you've never heard yeah. a bull in a china shop. Yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah. Myth but yeah. Mythbusters took on that myth and proved it to be completely false. It's true. They let a bull loose in a china shop and did not break a single dish. Yeah, that's a dumb myth. Multiple so bulls. Careful. However, didn't they let something else in and it just like destroyed it? it <laughs> Toddler, like a female, yeah. a female cow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, we'll get you back for a fifth time. Get you that robe. Let's do it. Uh, thanks for being here, everybody. You can find us at the Arctic Pod on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, or the Arctic Podcast.com. Show is produced by Spencer, directed by Spencer, and recorded by Spencer. <laughs> you know, when I said we'd do that, I was joking. Oh, I'm serious, though. Now I'm doing it. Oh, all right. So, uh, for episode 128, I'm Brian. I'm Spencer. See you next time. <laughs>